You're listening to KNL Sports Podcast, where you can enjoy sports from around the heart of Texas and Northwest Hill Country. KNL is committed to bringing you sports live on 95.3 KNL FM, 1490 KNL AM, and online at KNLradio.com. Hope you enjoy this edition of KNL Sports Podcast. Welcome to Mason Puncher's Football on KNL 95.3 FM, online at KNLradio.com. Tonight's Mason Puncher's Football game is brought to you by Mason Bank, by Willow Creek Cafe. It's also brought to you by Nine Bar Land and Cattle Company, Heart of Texas Ford, Lamberg Realty, and The Commercial Bank. Our game is also presented this evening by Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, brought to you also by Lubke's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate, and Mason Punchers Club. Mason Punchers Football on 95.3 KNL FM. Now to the stadium for tonight's Mason Punchers Football game. Hey, good evening, Puncher fans. Welcome to tonight's broadcast. We are back home at the Puncher Dome or Clinton Schultze Stadium and ready for this first district uh, game of the year as your Mason Punchers host, the Center Point Pirates. Uh, Punchers coming here 4-1 and one on the season. They beat Junction 42-0 here a couple of weeks ago. Had an uh, open week and uh, getting ready here to start district play and uh, hopefully a, a sweep and a deep playoff run. Center point comes in here. They're 2-3 and three on the season, at least from the, the, the total I've seen. And, you know, we expect Punchers take care of business. Hopefully get another shutout, get those twos in there. Um, uh, center point, bring, them, you know, bring that wishbone offense. I saw them pregame one of them. They got some big backs back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, can't count anybody out. But I expect, you know, this uh, be the first, first game of district coming in fresh. Uh, team's healthy. Other than, you know, still got a couple of lagging in- injuries. Uh, some kids should be back later in district play. But, uh, again, welcome. Uh, again, thanks for joining us here on 95.3 Canio FM. This is live on air, canioradio.com. Uh, listen to uh, <clears throat> online. Also, uh, on your TuneIn radio app, uh, anywhere from any device, or just tell your Alexa or smart speaker to play Canio FM. Uh, and uh, Micah Walker, Will Langberg back uh, after a, a week off ourselves. Got to do something on Friday night last week. Yeah. Uh, at least I hope, I hope everybody did. And, uh, of course, a lot, of, a lot of fans went down to Fredericksburg. And yeah. watched that game. It was, it was broadcasted, uh, streamed, and uh, got a good glimpse of what this year's Shatter Comanche football team can do, mm. uh, taking on Wall. And uh, defeating them pretty handily uh, gave us some points, but uh, I'm not sure if we could play well again, if we could accomplish something similar, or you know, we played the Saturday team, what it would look like. But obviously, it tells you how how strong they still are, and uh, it's a program, and also has a, you know a lot of a lot of returning starters and some really good talent. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we w- listened to it as we went down to the in-laws uh, in Gonzales uh, um, this last weekend, and. Man, I'll tell you what, uh, one of those things that, that this game has to offer tonight, uh, to help you beat the team like Wall, if you were to see them again, uh, I mean, obviously we won't, but if you were, if you were to have that matchup again and be able to redeem it this year with the same group, same talent, same everything, I think it's, that's attainable. I think, uh, the Shiner deal, uh, you got, you got a little gap to close there, uh, in terms of discipline. You got a little gap to close there just in terms of, uh, uh, everybody learning to, to maximize each play out of their position. And uh, this game has to offer tonight versus center point. You know, I hope center point has more fight in them than they did when we went down there last year. 
because uh, I thought that was one of the most uh, uh, deflating defeats that Mason had ever had in terms of just a team really in the second half not not even coming to the field. Um, you know, they could have called it at halftime. And, uh, no offense to those guys, but, man, it was it was a struggle uh, to get through that, even for us on, the, on air, uh, because you just felt bad for those guys. But back to my point on this game, Mason has to, to play at the, at the wall or even the next level, which is Shiner Refurio, because Refurio is flat dominating whoever they're playing. I mean, it's not even funny. Uh, and so for, for, for Mason to get to that point, they need nights like tonight to be 100% clean. Uh, clean of flags and penalties, um, clean of undisciplinary type plays uh, where people aren't be, aren't where they're not supposed to be. And I understand we're supposed to use these games to learn those things, but to, you know, I think that to me is the goal tonight. Come out and play the best Mason Puncher football game you can play, even though your opponent may not be striving for the same levels as you, you are. Yeah, like you said, you know, those teams like Refereos and Shiner's played a lot, a lot tougher schedule, pre-district schedule. But yeah, you, you expect to score on every possession you get and stop your opponent on every possession they have. We did that against Junction finally. Finally got a shutout. Sure. Dominated pretty much both sides of the ball, but we still had those drives that halted against a team that had a statistical category of zero, 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 zero. And we sustained their drives with penalties on both sides of the football. Yeah, and so this is a chance for, you know, well, first of all, it's, it's a game where, yes, you, you want it not, it's never going to be perfect. It's going to, you know, you want to just dominate. You want to up and down the field, pad your stats, get the twos in there earlier in the game in the second half and let them, you know, score. Sure. And keep the, keep the shutout alive and give them that confidence. And so, yeah, this is where it starts. I mean, is why we schedule the teams we do, you know, pre-district play because you know we're, we're, we found ourselves in this district for longer than I think a lot of people expected. Um, but same time, you know, you look out on the field and there's another team across you, and, and uh, you know, you just never know who's going to, you know, come out and uh, re- what momentum, yeah, you know, starts the ball game. To their point, you know, they, I remember last year down there, they moved the ball all the way to the past the fifty in their first two offensive series. Yeah, you know, and then we finally okay, we're going to start playing now. And you just just never know what's going to happen. We're going to try to, yeah, you know, bring it to you like we would any, any other game. Not, not expecting, but also that expectation to see the punchers run up and down the field, big plays. Uh, we'll we'll uh, look into the season stats so far, year to date, uh, here in a moment. But uh, before they do a moment of silence here, let's go ahead and we'll take our first two-minute uh, commercial break here from our season sponsors, and uh, be back to talk about this upcoming matchup and the team here on ninety-five-three Canyon. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night, and Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. With participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank, proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. 
At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak. Or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club... Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, jeez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. Nine Bar Land and Cattle is a proud supporter of all sports in Mason. We have much to be proud of here in Mason. Winning teams is how we roll. And Nine Bar believes in that philosophy of how we do business, too. Support our teams and consider letting Nine Bar be your winning team when you're buying or selling ranches, land, or homes. It's a great day at Nine Bar. And as Lee Graham said, it's a great day to be a puncher. 95.3 KNL FM Brady. All right, we're back here live at the Puncher Dome, our Clinton Schultz Stadium, getting ready for this first uh, district game of the season here. Your Mason Punchers are hosting the Center Point Pirates. Pirates come in here, they're 2 and 3 on the season. They lost their last two. Uh, they started off with a win over a private school. Uh, they lost to Ingram. Um, they beat Sabinel, 14-8, and then, like I said, a non-UIL uh, private school opponent first game of the season. I don't have a lot of info, intel. Doing, I don't even no. think they gave me out of the roster. Uh, there is going to be some familiar names if you've ever listened to a Mason Puncher versus Center Point Pirate. That's a Bustamante. Yeah. Uh, they comprise two out of three in the backfield. Uh, they do have a senior, uh, done a senior quarterback, uh, number five, Logan Turley, and uh, run a wishbone-style offense. Uh, so you're going to see some option, uh, a lot of familiar-looking plays. If you ever played back in the 90s or early 2000s, uh, you'll, you'll recognize that offense. And um, big kids. I mean, they, you know, I don't know how. Simply's never been known as a just aggressive football player. Oh, no. Fundamental, yeah. They don't have – that's that's not just in football. I mean, they, they're they 2A, but they just – I mean, you don't see a lot of – in the win columns, I'm sure they've, they've got success in other – Baseball, uh, yeah. Well, they, I mean, they they're in a tough location. Yeah. I mean, geographically, I mean, any of their good players are going to gravitate towards Tyvee yeah. or, you know, uh, Barney, or, uh, you know, yeah, Comfort. Any of those top places, I would I would assume, just in a tough location there to be a little two A school. Yeah. So, Mason, uh, both teams still in the field house. About 13 and a half minutes till kickoff. We've been seeing, you know, teams on the field ready to go. Seems like everybody's ahead of schedule. You know, just about every game we've been at. We haven't been having to wait around for kickoff. Beautiful football weather here. Mason, Texas, uh, slight breeze of the south-southeast. In, you know, into where we're standing uh, up here in the home press box, which will be nice. And uh, should be a nice, you know, you don't expect the, the heat, the cramping, all that. The kids should have fun uh, as we await this matchup. So, pink being worn tonight uh, in respect of uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month and uh, October, uh, as you see across uh, most uh, levels of sports, 
uh, some some people are just playing pink, and certainly want to remember those that have gone through that, and uh, you know, pray that they uh, they are in better health today than they were yesterday. Yeah, I got to present that uh, check uh, from the Mason Cancer Society uh, there uh, as we started this broadcast in the pregame. Um, talking about this year's punchers, you know, they're four on the season. Uh, they beat Junction, you know, two weeks ago, forty-two to zero. First real dominant, you know, just blowout win. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk. But, but here's the kind of what the season stats look like for these players. Only three I see out tonight, or I've seen in the warm-ups were, uh, for Shai Noble still out, uh, sophomore. Um, Alfredo Valdez still has the boot on the on the ankle, and Blake Lewis mm-hmm. had that early season uh, fracture uh, on his leg. Those will be the three injuries still uh, not stood up for the punchers. Still have a few call-ups. Uh, some went down. I saw the JV game last night. Of course, JV had a great win here last night versus Blanco, uh, 24 to 20. And that's always been a battle for that group of kids. They've been they used to play championship games in youth football. Mm. It's always close. I mean, and Blanco's usually had their number, but this year they're so far they they've been able to hold hold off Blanco and playing some really. We still expect maybe Marcus Harding number 32. Um, um, trying to think, Matthew Culver, number 36. Yep. Uh, we expect, I think he, they're still out here tonight. Roberto Guerrero. Roberto, I saw he was playing last night on the JV. Uh, had a good game. So we'll uh, call out their numbers as we see them. So far this season, in the passing game, Ivan Walford completed 30 balls out of 55 attempts. 55% completion rating, 417 yards. A long of 34, five touchdowns to two interceptions. And so we're staying in that, you know, 50% pass completion. You know, it's, it's uh, gone up from 51. So um, favorite target, Tate Spencer, uh, leading receiver. Tate's caught seven passes uh, for 130 yards and uh, a touchdown on a great 34-yard uh, catch and run. In the rushing game, Punchers has carried it 173 times, 1,254 yards total, averaging 7.2 a carry, which is great. Uh, the longest 70. They got 15 scores on the ground. Uh, your leading uh, scoring tailback is now Isaiah Bishop. Four yeah. touchdowns. He also has the longest run on the season. Just ahead of Tate Spencer, who also carried the ball uh, for a 65-yard run for a touchdown early in the season. Um, but your leading rushers, Isaiah Bishop, 18, 275. Yeah, he's averaging 15.3 yards a carry uh, with those four touchdowns. And uh, Ron Todd, he's kind of the workhorse. He leads. Overall yards, uh, 41 carries, 348 yards. He's averaging eight and a half yards a carry, three touchdowns right behind Bishop. Uh, and then Jaden Scantlin follows up, 35 carries, 247 yards. He's averaging 7.1 a carry. Uh, and has he didn't get touchdowns. me touches last week. No, he, he and well, he, Hayden finally got some touches again. Yeah, and <laughs> some big touches. A lot of them were called back. Yeah. You know. Yeah, he did have two touchdowns called back last week, or two weeks ago. On defense, uh, most of your leading tacklers, Tate Spencer, the outside linebacker, these are, these are not off the tackle chart. These are on the stat chart. Yeah. Uh, it's not as broken down, but uh, got 10 solos. Uh, Brody Baker on the outside, 14 solos. Hunter Goodwin, 12 tackles. Uh, this was two weeks ago. Well, this is on the season. This yeah. is on the season, but it's not as accurate as uh, they come in the locker room at all. I was about to say, I, I don't. I think Hunter Goodwin's got way more than twelve tackles. Yeah, I think he leads uh, lead more in that count, especially in the solos. Jaden Scanlon, 
obviously he's an inside linebacker who's leading the team in tackles. Case and Jacoby as well. Defense, I think they play really well against Junction. I mean, obviously we hold the opponent to zero, negative, no conversions, right. very few first downs, and, uh, I mean, just blanked them. And so defense doing a good job. Fun to watch. They're getting a lot more hats on the ball. And uh, I hope to see that here tonight in a game where you're you're expecting to beat your opponent soundly, but you're focusing on those team goals, your position goals, and uh, doing yeah. you know not not taking any different, not, t- not letting up, uh, get off the field and get your teammates in there, get everybody playing time. Hunters back out on the field in their last second pregame stretches, warm ups. We'll go to another uh, last uh, pregame commercial break and be back here in two minutes on 95.3 KNL. I know your old car or truck just isn't meeting your needs anymore. You need something better and you want it now. But the current shortage of fresh out of the factory new cars and trucks has left the dealer lots just about empty. One option is previously owned car or truck. And at Lucas Yum Cars and Trucks in Brady, we have a pretty good selection of quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And here's an even better idea. Ask the folks at Lucas about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC. A certified pre-owned vehicle takes the guesswork out of used car shopping. They're inspected, reconditioned, and offer many new car benefits, such as extended powertrain warranty. With a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC from Lucas, you get peace of mind, without the new car price. Come on by Lukey's today and have a look. We think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And remember, you can check out our entire inventory anytime at Lukey's.com. Lukey's, your gateway to savings always. When you need primary family medical care close to home, Midcoast Wellcare Mason is the place. We provide walk-in service for minor emergencies or illnesses and convenient lab services as well. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, we're here for you at 626 North Avenue F with no more waiting, driving, and no appointment needed. Midcoast Wellcare Mason, 325-216-9581. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. Lamar Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third-generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at lamebergrealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Lamberg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. And you're listening to Mason Puncher Football, 95.3 KNL FM, over there, online at knlradio.com, on the TuneIn Radio app, search KNL FM 95.3, or on Alexa and Smart Speakers, just tell them to search 95.3 KNL. Punchers, get fired up as they come out of their inflatable helmet into the sign. They will dominate at the Puncher Dome. All purple jerseys, helmets, white pants. Those purple and gray stripes, those teams carrying out the American flag. Center point, beat them out to the field. They're in all white jerseys, pants, black helmets, shoes and socks. Center point, Pirates. CP on the helmet and uh, a little more pink on the field. Cancer awareness month. 
So five minutes on the scoreboard. So opening kickoff tonight. Captains for your punchers, number four. Ivan Walford, quarterback. Number 52, center Milam Mayfield. Number five, tailback Derek. Number five, Hunter Veras, Trey Spencer. And we'll leave it right here for the national anthem, though the captains are on the field for the coin toss, so see what happens here. This is new. All right, here's the national anthem. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hailed at the twilight's last gleaming whose broad stripes and bright stars Back here live at the Puncher Dome. Captain's on the field. They were on the field and uh, played the national anthem. You don't see that every time. Hard to do radio broadcasts. They keep changing things up like that. But uh, Yeah, Mason wins the toss. They're going to defer to the second half. Uh, center point uh, will kick the football. And uh, they're going to kick it from our right to left. Mason will receive it on our left-hand side. Uh, like Will said, if you're just joining us, pretty still night here. Uh, at the Puncher Dome as the sun is set. We've got orange skies to the west, and uh, darkness is creeping in on this lighted stadium here at the Puncher Dome. Center Point didn't travel real well tonight, as uh, they've probably got a cumulative 20 people sitting in the stands. Uh, that's not including the band, which is about another 20. But uh, going to be a pretty quiet game up here for the most part. Uh, but Mason uh, Punchers are ready to... Uh, to kick the football as they're on the field. They'll, again, they'll kick it from our left to right. White row <clears throat> does the kickoff duties. Case of Jacoby, the extra point. Aiden Harding, the punt. No shoe and a different shoe. Shoe change. So center point jogging out. Uh, they'll send three back uh, on this one to receive. Yeah. Number 11, Junior Bustamante, tailback number 7, Fabian Theo, and number 22, Derek Dominguez, as Rowe puts his leg into this one, spiral kick, lands it inside the 20, picked up by Bustamante, heads to the right side, hit hard from behind, Yeah, he gets to the 25-yard line. 
sure who that was. That was, uh, uh, hold on just a minute and I'll tell you. That was Rance Carter. Rance Carter. And we know Rance likes, yeah, he'll stick you. And uh, I got to see him on defense last couple of games. Tonight starters. The front three, Casey Jacoby, right defensive end. Tino Montiano, the nose guard. Milo Mayfield on the left side. Hayden and Jaden, your middle linebackers. Spencer Brody, the corners. Hodden Bishop, your safety. as Turdy, the quarterback. And Gizzo takes it to the fullback, keeps on the option, and tackled back at the line of scrimmage. Barris, uh, or excuse me, Rance uh, Carter getting the start there at the linebacker position. Uh, something we hadn't seen in a couple, three weeks. And uh, right first rattle out of the bag and puts his nose in there and helps with the tackle. Young man that uh, I thought I was really pumped up about after the first two games of the season and then kind of kind of got uh, schemed out to the sideline. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, they got him in there again. He's right behind Montiano. Kind of a 3-3-5 look for the puncher defense and toss sweep right side for center point. As this month, they stretches it out. Can't find running room. Tackle for a loss back at the 23. Good job out there by uh, that would have been Todd doing some good uh, downhill running to stop the football. And uh, it brings up a long third, third down and about 14. A couple minutes into the ball game, center point got the ball to start, and uh, so far they've been driven backwards on their own 24-yard line. And I believe it's Burley, Logan Burley, the quarterback, number five, senior. He's according to the intel we got, and he's going to go back in the shotgun on the three-receiver set. Number seven goes into the slot, left side, low snap. Oh man! Ball comes That's out. Hard. They called it down. He was yeah. Harden was back there hitting him as he was picking it up. Yeah, Harden uh, Harden did a good job of uh, just coming free off this right side. Big fourth down and 22. Uh, face center point as they look to punt this one away. Mason will have a very good field position to start their possession as it should be inside the 50 unless this punter's Division One quality. Number 11, Bustamante catches it, rolls his right, kicks an end over end line drive, fiddle oh, right side. In pirate territory, he's taking right side, one man to beat, takes a cut into the end zone. Touchdown, punches. Ryan Todd turns it 45 yards for six. Yeah. And really? I told you that was going to be inside the 50. He caught it on a line drive on the left side of the field, reversed, and just didn't outrun everybody to the corner, but uh, carried what he needed yeah. to in with him. He, uh, you know, the the kicker would have been better off like just rolling it over the top or kicking it up really high because uh, he had his his guys were downfield. But I mean, he he it looked like he just threw it to him. Low snap, that's more. Gets it down. Casey Jacoby, good-looking kick. is Packs on the extra point. Hunters lead. Center point 7-0. 9.34 left in the first quarter. So, 7-0. Offense has not been on the field. And you're scoring on all three sides of the ball. You're 
So, We're going to have a high tally at the end of the game. Yeah, just like that, uh, Mason Puncher's on top here, 7 and nothing with 9.34 left to go here in the first quarter as their first possession was on a punt return, and they ran it uh, all the way back down the near side for an exciting special teams touchdown. Yeah, I mean, he caught it right around the 45, might have been the 47. It was definitely on, like you said, it was just a... I mean, it's like yeah. a three to him. Uh-oh, that's never a good sign. Yeah. As uh, Med Flight flies over the top of the stadium uh, over to our local center over here. So uh, our blessings and prayers uh, put on whoever they're stopping to pick up. But uh, Roe is uh, in to do this all over again. It's almost like we didn't even start the game, Will. Well, yeah, it was three and out, punt for a touchdown. Roe, another line drive kicks. Straight down the middle, rolls, picked up at the 15. Like Garcia, oh, he's got some running room, quick kick. He's out all the way to the 40-yard line. And I'm reading. Rowe makes the tackle on the play. Derek Dominguez, all the way off. Got their names written down on paper. Rowe makes the, makes the kick and makes the tackle. So, uh, interesting. Go ahead. Uh, he's a vicious tackler, too. I mean, yeah, no doubt. He's like a headhunter-type kicker. He don't mind hitting you. You know, interesting deal here tonight as uh, you're going to see Isaiah Bishop kind of do sustaining on the sideline because in this, in this formation of defense, he is not back at safety. You run one high safety, and Todd is the man on that. You got five linebackers up near the line of scrimmage. Burley under center. He's a straight big fullback. Yeah, nowhere to go. 24, Alex Hernandez. Scantlin, nope. Who was that? That was... That was Tino Martinez. Or Tino... Tino yeah, Montiara. Yeah, he was... He was all in the way on that one. As uh, he... They just they mark him right back at the original line of scrimmage. It's going to be a 30... 39 yard lines where the ball... Knows the ball sits. Second down and 10. Quarterback number five, Burley. Texas backfield. Split back. Set. Triple option. Gives the fullback right into four or five punchers at the line of scrimmage. Jason Jacoby, Harding, Scanlon. All right there. Carter. Carter. All right there. uh, Making the tackle. As uh, brings up another third down. That was a gracious spot by the official. Uh, saying he got back to the original line of scrimmage. But uh, third down and 10, faces center point. Ball still on the 39-yard line. Point's probably bigger than we are across the line of scrimmage, but the punchers are just all over their backfield. As Birdie goes under center, two receivers set. Counterplay, left side. Case Jacoby puts his balls on him, and uh, the rest of the punchers help throw him to the ground. No gain. Maybe a half yard. Yeah, they're going to give him one. Fourth down and nine. Face the center point once again. Again, the puncher is going to have decent build position as I don't see this one going past the 35. So, uh, hopefully uh, center point learned their lesson and they don't kick a line drive bullet to Todd. Because yeah, he ran the last one back. Seven and nothing is your score. 730 on the board. I thought it normally works. The Aussie style punter. Most of his right, tries to hit a line drive, but 
Todd's not afraid to catch it on the fly. Time he gets a little higher one off. Fair cut off, uh, off the hands of Todd into the end of center point. Yeah, center point's going to have that one. I, I'm surprised there's no flag on the play. Center point was real close to touching him. But uh, punchers are going to have a turnover right here. Center point with life down in puncher territories. They're going to mark this one on the 33-yard line where it'll be center point's ball first and 10 after a muff punt. So he catches one, runs it all the way back on the first go. He muffs the second one, and center point has the ball on 34-yard line, 33-yard line. Characteristic for Todd. Yeah, he just kind of stood there, too, and so that was really different. It does happen, and uh, I don't know if something happened with Todd because uh, Isaiah Bishop, he uh, yeah, he comes in, he comes in as safety. solo safety spot. As Birdie, under center, takes that, takes the option, left-handed throw down the middle of the field over the oh my goodness, head of the receiver twenty-two. Spencer Morris was there in coverage. Man, Isaiah Bishop, I had my eyes on him right there. He uh, he bites on the fake and still gets back into position and gets all in the way on the underneath coverage uh, there. As if he would have turned around, he could have probably intercepted that himself. But uh, definitely speed to make up the ground there. Center point taking their shot after the turnover. Second and ten. Puncher leads 7-0, but uh, center point gets it right back into puncher territory. Off the must punt. Oh, <laughs> Quarterback tried to run option, but uh, yeah, Hunter was, Goodwin, Hunter Goodwin. I mean, just almost took the snap in between the quarterback and the center, and the quarterback was under center as uh, he he just eats him up yeah. about three yards deep. Lantiano pushed the guard into the backfield, so the quarterback was yeah. not even you know he couldn't even do his his uh, option read. Brings up a third down and about 14 here. Ball sits on the 35-yard line in puncher territory. Two backs, two receivers. Where he goes under center. Oh. Hayden Harding tried to time the snap. Yeah, Hayden Harding's going to give him all kinds of yards right here. Well, you can hear him. Here's a frustration as he missed, missed time that maneuver. He was uh, through the line into the backfield. They're going to be offsides on Hating Harden as uh, costly penalties. The things that we were talking about pregame, Will. I mean, just no room for the mistakes. You're dominating them on the front line. There's no reason to rush that. Just play your game and uh, make your stop here. You had them third and 14. Now it's third and seven. Quarterback. And Burry looks to the sideline. Looks like they're having some confusion. Now they're having huddling. Re-huddle. Seconds on the play clock. Okay. And they take their time in the huddle. They get the line of scrimmage. Half a wishbone, two receivers. Oh, oh that's going to be. Fumbles the snap, picks it up. It's about a yard. As yeah, they're not going to throw a flag on the play. Yeah. That was a false start on the center. But, uh... Anyway, no yards gained on the play. Be fourth down and about seven. We got a center point uh, player down, and so uh, that's good. It's a good time to thank our sponsors for this year's broadcast, and uh, certainly appreciate what they do uh, to make this happen. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, 
The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Loopke's GM Cars and Trucks, Midcoast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. Let me get the number. That, uh, center point player down on the field. There's number 50, maybe. Yeah, maybe the center, I think, wasn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, it was right there where they were taking the snap. So, tried to, looks like they were going to go right side. Uh, quarterback had some, kind of surprised the defense. I mean, he was able to pick the ball up, had some running room over there as everybody was following the, the blocks. And that's number something four. 54. Or 44, might be Josh Flores in the 44. He's being helped off the field, walking, but pulled or twisted something there on his right leg. Set point face in fourth and eight. Ball on the puncher's 30-yard line, 6-16 left in the first quarter. Punchers lead it 7-0. Only score so far is on a 45-yard punt return for touchdown by Ryan Todd. And then he, uh, on the next Punt return, he drops it in puncher territory, and that's where center point tempting to move the football that's uh, facing forth down again. And they will huddle behind the football. He's still talking to his uh, backfields and receivers. They have 20 receivers left. Split backfield. Seven seconds on the play clock. He's still... Taking his time. And he gets the snap off, takes the option, throws quick. Oh, he had an open yeah. receiver. They would have got the first down. Number seven just kind of sat down in that zone defense. But uh, fortunately for the punchers, he goes right through his hands. As uh, that's going to be a turnover on down. So the muff punt uh, on Mason's second possession is uh, – they come out unscathed as uh, they get the ball back about where they would have had it on the fair catch yeah. uh, at the 30-yard line would it be first and 10. So Mason Buncher offense, the first time that they've been on the field, there's 538 on the clock. They lead this one 7 to nothing after they ran the first uh, punt by center point all the way back for a touchdown. So this will be the first time we've seen the Puncher offense as they move from our left to right. Double tight, full T backfield. Bishop. Gets the handoff, big hole right side, bounces it out, heading to the home sideline and trips up. A little tackle by number 11. Flags back at the, in the secondary. All the way away from the ball, so uh, we don't need this to be a holding call. This is away from the football. There is going to be a holding on Mason. Uh, man, uh, you hate to see that. As Bishop was stringing that one out to the sideline, there's no need for anybody to hold at that point. That's where... You know, we've seen this in the past where, I mean, obviously our linemen, they're trying to throw some downfield blocks, those secondary-type uh, blocks as your player's still heading downfield. But got to be got to be a little smarter. Let you go yeah. backwards. First play from scrimmage. It'll be a spot foul for the first and eight. And they're on 32, same formation, Walker under center, full T backfield. Scanlon the fullback, Todd and Bishop, the tailbacks. They go to Todd this time, left side, flag, 
thrown. Might have been uh, Pirates in the neutral zone. Yeah, I'm hoping that was a free play there, but uh, I think that's going to be on Mason. They go the same play to the left side. Nope. That's going to be a neutral zone infraction, just like you called it, Will. Uh, right there on center point. And Mason's going to the, to go ahead and move it. Yeah, it'll set him up for a first down. It should be a first down and 10 after that run. Wait, wait, wait. That should be a first down and 10. Down marker, he's still back there. Oh, they snapped the ball. That's her. That's Julio. And refs are having a hard time here as uh, they're going to They're backing up a little bit. It should be first and three if they accept the penalty. For sure. First and four. Offer's going to be in the shotgun. Scantlin side him to his left. And just gives it to Scantlin. Big hole right side. Finds his way out across the 45. That's going to be enough for a first down. First down for the punchers across the fifth or across the forty five yeah. to the forty seven yard line. Six yard line. Ref was blowing the whistle there. I don't either. During don't the play or right after Well he he doubled up on the whistle. Anyway, first down punchers ball <laughs> on the forty six yard line. Walford stays in the shotgun. Three receivers set. Todd in the backfield. Play action, quick throw, right side, caught by scaling out in the flats. He's got a lot of space. And gets all the way down inside the 35 to the 34. And the first down punchers, they're in pirate territory. Yeah, just a really good pitch and catch right there. Scanlon just kind of fades out into the flat. Wofford does a good job of getting the ball to him quickly and in stride. And that's something that they've really worked on since the game one, where Wofford was throwing that ball in behind him. Catch him in stride, let him get up the field. Good first down pitch and catch. Just throw. Three back set. Another motion scantling out. He was right behind Wofford. Beard dive play to Todd left side. He gets gets a crease. Keeps driving his feet and gets it all the way down the 25 yard line. So a three yard run turned into about a seven. Center point coaches are yelling. I mean, yelling loud. Obviously, a little quieter out here tonight, but got another center point player down. We'll take a about a 30-second commercial break. See how this injury goes. Be back in 30 seconds. No, 95.3, Kenny. You can pick any bank, so pick a bank that's deeply involved in your community. From sports and FFA to 4-H to just about anything with Mason Youth, we're on the team. From CASA to Habitat, from the Mason Volunteer Fire Department to our senior programs, we're invested. From checking to savings to CDs to real estate commercial or consumer loans for your business, we're committed. Stop by today to experience banking at its finest. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. 95.3 We're back here. We've got a center point pirate defender down. He's on the opposite side of where the play went. Kind of a quick off-tackle stretch play. They gave it to Ryan Todd. He was hit pretty not too far past the line of scrimmage. Looked like he wasn't going to get much on the carry. And then uh, 
just kept driving his legs, dragging two defenders all the way out to the 25-yard line. Well, the second and four. Uh, not sure what this player's been on his back. It's like he is in pain. Yeah, they're checking out his knees. Not yeah. sure exactly what's going on. They're able to get him to sit up. Yeah, it looks maybe like a knee injury. Bunch of offense. Their first offensive series tonight. Four sixteen remaining in the first quarter. Had a, had, a, had a few penalties back and forth, but uh, opening up some big holes on most of the run plays. And number thirty three is able to get up and limp off the field. We'll resume play here shortly. Going to talk about it in pregame. I expected the punchers in a game like this to open up the playbook a little bit. Mm-hmm. JV level, they were running a lot of you know, out of the gun zone read, trying to trying to implement that you know that kind of that RPO offense. You know, you're making a read on a on a uh, the tailback, but at the same time, you're you've got your eyes both at the line of scrimmage and if uh, you make the fake, you're looking for that quick throw. I want to see them have a complete drive with that 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 how many penalties in it. Winky backfield, tight end right. Toss sweep to the tailback. Tate Spencer takes you on the right side, cuts it back middle. Ooh. And he <laughs> by big number 24, Alex, I don't remember his name. I think number 24. Alex Hernandez. Cody. And uh, he's big. He's probably 5'10", 250. Uh, maybe not 250, maybe 240. The uh, six Tate takes him down and uh, brings up. It's going to be a first, enough for a first down. Ball now inside the 20 there in the red zone. Wofford will be in the gun. Twins right. Gives to Harding left side. Follows his block. Bounces it out. He's going to score. Touchdown, punchers. Aiden Harding. And it looks like this is not going to get called back. Yeah, I don't see any laundry on the field, so good. Uh... Good run there. That's one of the few that he's ran that hasn't gotten called back. So, uh, good, 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 good hole and good adjustment inside the lane to know when to kick that out. And really watching those linebackers and that secondary, he baited them into the inside, kicks it out around. Good blocking there up, up front and a uh, really nice uh, run there by Hayden Hardy. Point by Jacoby is good. Watch his- now leads center point 14 to 0. 335 remaining in the first quarter. Yeah, as Mike has said, Harding's he's done a good job at that all season, especially on all of his big runs. He mm-hmm. he's very good at and patient with blocker. And then when he turns, I mean, not that explosive. He can once he bounces it out or cuts it back inside. I mean, he's got the the jet, uh, and that's why he's got really most of the big play scores. Although, as we talked about before, half of them. Been called back so far in the season. Yeah, just he does. I think I think he's probably the best back of not selling his lane too early. Yeah. I think he I think he rides that neutral decision, and he does a good job of making that next level, make the decision of where they're going to go, and then bounce it outside or bounce it inside from there. And that just takes vision, and it's hard to teach kids that, uh, especially at this level. He's definitely got some good experience. I mean, he's a senior now. He's always been in that backup role, um, but showing that he's confident. And, uh, yeah, good. I mean, 
couple of games ago, we hardly saw him got get the football uh, against Wall. It seemed like, but launcher kick unit breaks their huddle. White row. Let's kick off for the third time tonight. Launchers on the toss for to the second half. That's where they've got two on the uh, fourteen on the board. Two scores. Rhodes takes a big run at it. This time a deep wow. kick over the head, number 40, and he's going to let it bounce in the end zone. Oh, I Tough thought back. that was going to die inside the five. How oh. much fun would that have been? That's what I like to see. We know Rowe can kick it into the end zone. And uh, a lot of times he keeps it short, line drive kicks, baits them in, and then that's what you do, and they, they start cheating in. Your defense back on the field. And a good one comes in. Derek Contaveras playing the right outside linebacker. They call timeout. Timeout center point. Uh, we'll take one with them. There's 30, 35 on the clock here in the first quarter. Punchers lead this one 14 to nothing. And we'll be right back here with more Puncher football in 30 seconds. You're listening to Puncher football on KVL 95.3. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate. 95.3 So, Center Point takes their first time out of the ball game. 335 remaining in the first quarter. Punchers lead Pirates 14-0. Hayden Harding had a, an 18-yard touchdown run. We're on the west side of the field. Pirates moving from our right to left. They're going to have a full wishbone backfield. Triple option, right side, gives it to Hernandez. Number 24. Probably the most positive play they've had so far on offense. He picks up three. Second down at seven. Hunter's already got some new personnel in there. Coy Mott comes in, middle linebacker. Jaden Scantlin goes to that spot. We've seen Rance right behind the nose guard. Everybody up on the line of scrimmage. Pirates go wishbone again this time. Triple option left side. Oh, Hunter Renfro. I mean, Hunter, excuse me. (laughs) No, Hunter Renfro. Yeah, Hunter Goodwin. Hunter Goodwin. I mean, just. On the back side. You better block him is all I can say. Somebody better touch him. Otherwise, he's going to hit you. Uh, quarterback, fullback exchange, they were fighting over the football as Goodwin comes from behind the backside and just drills the quarterback. That's like getting sacked from the backside. No doubt. So they're going to give them about uh, they, third down and eight. Ball's going to be on about the uh, 27-yard line. George Barr in at the nose guard position. Got a flag on the play. That's going to be a delay of game on the offense. So from a third and manageable situation, takes them to third and forever. 
a lot like uh, the last ball game against Junction. Eagles just could never get anything going. Usually went backwards. I don't know how many negative yards they had that game. That's to stop at zero. That's your defense. You got, you got some twos in there, some fresh legs, line of scrimmage. Good point. Makes some third and 13 from their own 22. They'll go twins left. Push going backfield. Already adjust his helmet. Triple option right side, and he can't even get, oh, can't even get to the fullback read as Hunter picks him up and slams him. Suplexes him, I think, is the right wrestling term on that. That's the uh, good one throwdown move. Yeah. As he wraps up the quarterback where he can even make his read. Ouch. That's just uh, discouraging for any quarterback. Ouch. You can't even put the football into the fullback's belly. You're reading. That's your read. Helio in the game. He's now at the nose. Next to Goodwin. And got another timeout for center point. As uh, they're trying to decide if they want to punt this one or just turn it over. As uh, 57 seconds on the clock here. Uh, in the first quarter, 14 and up, and is your score. And uh, we'll be right back here in 30 seconds for more to end, wrap up this first quarter. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. One offense takes another timeout, facing fourth and 15, back up to their own 20. Good one through the quarterback, back about five yards, and uh, Brody Comey back on the field, suited up, playing the right defensive end. He's been injured off and on, and they're going to let him punt this one. Todd's just going to let it roll. It does take a good center point roll all the way down about the 33-yard line. Puncher offense will take care. That's about where they started their last and first offensive series. One and only. Yeah. And we're almost into the first quarter, so not a lot of drama happening. But uh, the punchers, they've been uh, opening up the playbook. And we're definitely not having to go back to those, uh, you know, those bread and butter plays, those core. And when you need a first down or when you need five, they're definitely they're spreading it out. They're All right, what's going to happen Will, here, Will, is we're going to have an offensive series with no yellow flag. All right. You've got to give that announcers. That's right. Take, That's know. what we're going to have right here. So we need it. Twins right. There's Lawford to be in the gun. Now he's getting out. It's, oh, it didn't hit good one over the middle. Good one snuck out from the tight end spot. That ball needs a little more elevation to it as uh, he hits the defender right in the back of the helmet. Uh, that's what happens, uh, unfortunately, when you've got a quarterback that uh, doesn't quite 
climax, the six-foot mark. Uh, just that ball on those – I know what he's trying to do there. He's trying to get the ball to the spot quickly. Yeah. But uh, that ball needs a little more elevation uh, in order to get, get it into Goodwin. Same formation. Todd in the slot. One for another gun. Don Reed keeps himself up the middle. Has running room into the secondary and gets a leg taken out. But across the first down line, there's the chains. Yeah, for sure. He's going to take it down almost to midfield. 48-yard line is where Mason Punchers will have it first and 10. As a good run there by uh, Ivan. He uh, just kind of picked his way through the defense. Big holes to be had for that running game. Keep it in the gun. Twins right. Brody Comey's wide out on the right side as Walford takes the swing pass. Now they throw that quick Ooh. bubble screen to Ty. He's coming back inside and just a little in front of him. 28 came unblocked uh, for center point. Got all in the way of that play. Uh, forced the incompletion. If he'd have swung it out to the front, he faked it out to the far side. If he'd have thrown that. There was all kinds of room over there as center point was blitzing from the near side. But he tries to go against the blitz and throw it into it and uh, falls incomplete. Second down and 10 from the 48. Back to the wing tee. Two tight end set. Long snap count. Now they go back to Spencer on the reverse trap. He's got open oh, space down the right sideline. Oh, he lost the football. <laughs> that is, uh, he loses the football as he goes out of bounds. Inside Uh-oh. 25. We got a bad hopping going Inside on. the 20 is where they're going to spot it. About the 18. Ooh, and Spencer comes off limping. Yeah, that's not good for puncher fans. As uh, It almost looked like... Uh, like a baton drop in track. Uh, it, almost, it almost looked like uh, McLeod swapped the ball from him as he ran by him on the sideline as he fumbles it. And uh, that's the only reason center point got, uh, caught him. But uh, you really hope Tate Spencer's okay as he comes off the field. Offer takes on the shotgun. Twins right. Ooh, and nice Hardy. Yeah, he made a good move to avoid the tackle on the backfield. Flag coming in on the left side. We got flags all over the field. But, uh, man, uh, Harding uh, made two good moves. But Mr. 51 for center point just eats him up. As he crosses the line of scrimmage. See what this flag is. Came from the far side of the field. Offside, center point. So, punchers will have it about. Yeah, it's going to help out the punchers as they're going to run that down to uh, five. be the, uh, almost the 10-yard line. Yeah. Lucky there, they didn't quite get. Back to the line of scrimmage on that run. 3.7 seconds remaining in the first quarter. Mason leads it 14 to 0. And they've uh, trying to run the spread offense and uh, mix it up. A lot of misdirection. Bishop and Harding, the tailbacks. Wing T set. Tristan Spencer split wide left. They toss it to Harding. Bounces it out. Heads to the corner, through two defenders, over the pylon, touchdown, punchers as the siren ends the first quarter, and that's the second touchdown run for Hayden Harding. Trying to yeah. make up ground from games before. Really good lead block there by Isaiah Bishop to spring the edge 
And uh, that's all Hayden Harden needed to uh, make the corner pylon as he carries two defenders in with him and uh, scores a touchdown. Really, really good selfless play on the on the blocking side to seal that edge, uh, taking out two defenders for his tailback to uh, easily slip in there. Kobe, one step and up through the upright. Flag comes in late. Uh, might be a rough in the kicker. Didn't see. I was watching the ball go yeah, over the stands in the They're going to decline it. It was. They're going to decline it. Hunters now lead it 21 to 0. We're going to swap into the field. Hunters kicking off from our right to left. Take a 30 second commercial break. Be back. Second quarter action here on 95.3. Can you? Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club. Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, geez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. 95.3 so, I only got through that first quarter. So, Hunters didn't have the ball a lot, but they got 21 points on the board, point zero. Might be the slowest 21 points yeah. I believe I've ever seen scored. Seemed like it went by fast initially and then dragged out. And uh, White Rose going to tee it up. He kicked him from our right to left. Last time he went over the heads of the deep men. I think you let him put your put his foot into it. Yeah, I mean he's got, he's got a good leg. He can get down there fast. I mean he's a, he's just an extra headhunter. Center point's got three back to return. Number twenty two, number forty, number seven, standing just inside the twenty. Now we get the signal. Rose's going to get to step it off. These headhunters, Brody Baker, Hunter Goodwin, and Rance Carter, along with Rowe. And he is going to kick this one deep. Looted by number 40 at the five. Good catch. Thanks oh, Hunter nearly got, got him. Hunter picked the wrong one. There was a defender, uh, there was a blocker trying to get to Hunter, and Hunter just tackled him and. And they throw the flag on him because uh, I think it was more than just a run through the block. <laughs> he, he was off the field his hands up. Like, he, what I he knew that, that he knew that the returner was going to run right behind the guy that's fixing the blocking, so he just tackled the blocker. <laughs> and he well, he did clip him. He did hit him and slow him down. So definitely <laughs> pushed him back to the middle of the field. Oh my goodness! I'll I'll, I'll accept that flag. I'll take that one. That, that's acceptable. What if I'd give him a sticker for that one? <laughs> Put it on his helmet. You're taught to take on the block, <laughs> I mean, the outside shoulder, he, push him into the, yeah. He didn't. Well, he didn't use it. Well, right. he, he he picked he picked his helmet. <laughs> he didn't pick a shoulder. <laughs> Holy smokers! Good good job there by Hunter Goodwin. I like that effort. I'll take that all day long. Give him a sticker. I hope he gets a little puncher on his helmet for that one. <laughs> I, I might actually just take, take McLeod. 
spot on it. I might text McLeod and tell him tell him that uh, give him a sticker for me <laughs> on that one. I mean, just a kid. Keep your, keep your arms in, kid. Just... Well, whether he intentionally yeah. did it or not, there's some conversation going on between White Hat and McLeod down on the field. I'm not sure exactly what's going on there, but uh, I guess he's calling. A, he's trying to get a explanation for why that's a, why that's a penalty. But uh, as I would, the same. Just, uh, as, a, as a defender, you have a right to grab a guy and tell him to the side or yeah. not necessarily tackle a, a blocker. Why can't you just hit him? I mean, yeah. I don't understand. You're using pads. Uh-huh. He did. Squared him up, teed him up. Hands to the body. I think that's what. I'm going to use you to tackle you. <laughs> <laughs> And that's essentially what he did. <laughs> so, uh, receiver set for center boy. They take over first and 10. They're on 32 after the penalty. Brings it out. Across the 30. Give it to the big boy. 30 hands it off. Yeah, that's right. To the big boy as he falls forward for that four-yard run. He's not quite as Jack B. Nimble, though. He's going to get five yards on the fall, fall forward, though, as uh, brings up second down and I guess about six, really. Ball's going to be uh, just over the 35-yard line to 36. Mason Punchers have held uh, center point to four and out thus far. Mason did have a muff punt. Uh, center point was, had one series in Mason territory that didn't last very long. But uh, Mason did muff a punt to allow that to happen. No back same formation. Twins left. One receiver on the right. Oh, Move that's it. a ball start. Yeah. Quarterback kind of gave away what they were about to run. Everybody throws their yellow tissue. So Seven yellow tissues on the field. All for the same call. This ref is very much into his, into his role out there. Uh, the white hat, that is. Very professional in the way he does things. Uh, yeah, we could, I mean... Very direct. Came up here to just go over the. Yeah, it was a pretty extensive conversation with the clock and uh, operators up here in the press box. Will and I got to hear part of that conversation. I thought he was bringing a roster for Center Point, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> nobody, not even Center Point, has the roster for Center Point. They just know their numbers. What was that? What 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 movie was that where they stuck the names on the helmet on the tape? They taped them right on the front. I have to think about it. I've um, a lot of football uh-oh. movies. Another fall start. Going to have another positive run there, left side. Yeah, it's uh, going to back them up, back them up another. It's going to bring up a second down, and it should bring up a second down at about 16. So, uh, what was that movie? Uh, Marshall. We are Marshall. Oh, yeah. yeah. Where, where he sticks the... Sticks the names on the front of the helmet. So I need to know who these guys are. Can you put their name on the front of the helmet? That's a good way to do it. Yeah. We're going to end up calling them a different name later on anyway. Send <laughs> <laughs> your coach and center point. I, I, I got to have a lot of, a lot of hard patience. They're facing second down, 17, back in their own 26. Probably the quarterback under center. Push them on backfield. 
play action. Oh, we go counterplay, right side. Puts him on. He makes a good move, but just stretches it out a little too far. Yeah. And Puncher's uh, chasing down. Too much of running down the wide line instead of cutting it upfield. He needs to pick another wide line to run down, but uh, that one cost him some yards. It's going to bring up third down and two forevers. So they showed it, you know, had a good move there to escape the early pressure, and he just he doesn't like to go downhill. Brings up a long third and. Would you either if you saw your quarterback get suplexed? Well, good one's not even out there right now. <laughs> opportune time, because now there's Mayfield in that position, so you're not. Oh, yeah, because Mayfield's a smaller stature. Yeah, now your starters are back in there. <laughs> Coy Moat in for Harding. Now, at center point, they were on the line of scrimmage. Now they decide to huddle. Yeah, I'm not Wait sure what's going on here. Out there on the side left, thankfully, Brody Baker. I think our corners never do. They they never get sucked into the defensive huddle. Hard to sneak sneak a receiver out there. Third and seventeen for center point and delay of game. Yep, delay of game on the offense. So uh, center point uh, kind of coming unwound here on this drive as uh, that's going to back them up even further. It's going to be uh, third and twenty five. I don't know why I they don't hear their coaches. They like I said, they were at the line of scrimmage. Third? They, you know, 15 seconds in, they decide to huddle up. <laughs> well, I drive a coach I, crazy. I know, a, I know a team that used to yeah, couldn't hardly get their plays in from the sideline. So, I mean, definitely improvement everybody there. has their struggles. Definitely some improvement there this season. They're dead forever. Oh, he's got it. Is it in traffic at the first down marker? I think that's going to be interference on the punchers. Yeah, I think it's going to be interference call, but they're going to decline this one as a really good pitch and catch by the left-handed quarterback. Yeah, there were two. He had defenders on either side of him, but the, that was a good throw and great catch by 22. Not a terribly tall receiver. So, one thing about quiet nights like this, we can hear every word that's being said on the field. Oh, that's going to go against center point. They called Derek Dominguez. Yeah, they're going to call pass interference on him. I'll be darned. Wow, I don't see that I don't, often. I didn't think it was, though. He got through the defenders. No, they're calling pass interference. Oh, okay. They took it back to market forward. Yeah, so... Going to bring up third down since it was third down and two forevers. Now it's just third down and one forever. Uh, back to the original line of scrimmage. Yeah, I always thought that was an automatic first down. If it, so did I. It must not have been a pass interference. Defensive holding, maybe. I missed the call. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't see the white hat. Thanks for signal. Third and ten. Everyone's had the ball a lot of the series. One's right. Play action. They go right oh, back to 22. And now we're going to have another pass interference call. Um, they're going to get him. He didn't have his head around. You can't just keep pushing him down the field. Got to get that head around. Yeah, that's that's got to be on the puncher. So, 
Looks on a third and 20. So potential first down into puncher territory. Look for the call to sign. Not, not that, I don't understand. I thought it would be an automatic first down. They're going to go back and mark this one. This will be a first down. What's going on? Atta boy. So they go back to the line of scrimmage, and they're going to mark off 15 on a... So it's going to be first down for yeah. center point. The ball is going to be placed on about the uh, 46-yard line where uh, two pass interference calls have really sprung center point to maintain this drive. They've had it, the ball, for the entirety of the second quarter thus far. 9.55 on the clock. Punchers lead this one 21 to nothing, but uh, defense uh, needs to tighten it up here. Arsenal 47, triple option. They give it to Hernandez. Big fullback. Tries to carry the pile, and he gets forward momentum. And he's going to fall forward for about three yards. So they're just going to be right at midfield at the 49, second and eight. And 30 on the Remaining in the first half. Hunter's had him backed up, third and 20, and then after a couple of deep throws, penalties, they're nearly in the bunch of territory. First time tonight. Other than that botched uh, return drop by Todd early in the ballgame. Twins right, bad snap, quarterback. Bobbles it, and he's able to pitch it to Bustamante right side. He gets back across the 50 to the puncher at 49. Uh, he's going to gain about, oh, a yard and a half, I guess. Uh, it's going to be a third down and five for center point. I'm very surprised they haven't gone back to the air getting two pass interference calls. I think I'd just chunk it up and see what happens. Dominguez, I'm 22, still out there on the left side. Getting a little breather. And the quarterback are uh, in the play call from the sideline, bringing it in. 8.30. Four seconds on the play clock. They're going to take their final time out. 21 to nothing is the score. Punchers lead this one with 8.24 left to go here in the first half. Take a 30-second break. You're listening to Puncher Football on KNEL 95.3. When you need primary family medical care close to home, Midcoast Wellcare Mason is the place. We provide walk-in service for minor emergencies or illnesses and convenient lab services as well. Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, we're here for you at 626 North Avenue F with no more waiting, driving, and no appointment needed. Midcoast Wellcare Mason, 325-216-9581. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. 95.3 KNEL. Point takes their third and final timeout time of the first half. 824 remaining. After the lead 21 to 0. I just joked to Micah. He was, he was right on the last uh, puncher offensive series. They got down the field. No penalties for a touchdown. But dinks the defense in this series. Not intentionally. Right. Couple of. Uh, Interference, holding calls in the secondary. We're trying to go, go against Brody Baker there on the left side or right side of the defense. Uh, center point comes out, goes straight to the line of scrimmage. 
as uh, receivers split out wide either side. Wishbone backfield behind Birdie. Takes a look around. Three-step drop, looking right side, low throw, incomplete. Whoa, I thought that could have been real close to a flag. Also, Spencer Morris was all over 22 yeah. there, uh, like all over the top of him, I thought, before the ball ever got there. But uh, uh, good no-call there. And uh, fourth and five, center point, uh, just in Mason territory. I feel like uh, they'll probably know better than what their punt game's been. Uh, they're going to punt it.
No flag. Good job there, just letting uh, center point over pursuit of the far side. And on a jet sweep and uh, good fake pitch. And he keeps it right back up the middle, like Will said. And just bobs and weaves, outsmarts about two defenders and gets it down there for another puncher's touchdown. Extra point uh, attempt. Coming up by uh, Jacoby. Five seconds on the play clock. Another good-looking extra point. He's getting a lot more on the ball. Yep, higher and straighter. 28 to nothing is your score here in the second quarter. 7.45 left on the clock here. And uh, we'll be right back here on 95.3 KNEL in 30 seconds. Nine Bar Land and Cattle is a proud supporter of all sports in Mason. We have much to be proud of here in Mason. Winning teams is how we roll. And Nine Bar believes in that philosophy of how we do business, too. Support our teams and consider letting Nine Bar be your winning team when you're buying or selling ranches, land, or homes. It's a great day at Nine Bar. And as Lee Graham said, it's a great day to be a puncher. remaining in the first half. Punchers now lead center point 28-0 after a 43-yard touchdown run by the quarterback Ivan Wofford. So, uh, biggest, not the biggest play of the game, but that's the uh, longest run from scrimmage so far by this offense. Wyatt Rose been kicking it deep. Has every reason to. And he does it again. Time fielded at the 5 for 40. Starts middle, goes right. <laughs> and Mike has got his eye on him the whole time. He, he held up from killing his blocker, and he just sidesteps him, jukes him out, basically, and makes the tackle. So it's, There are other players on this kick kickoff <laughs> unit. It's just good ones always right there. Oh, he's, he's got good speed. Did he, is he not the first one to touch him? And when he touches somebody, yeah. he doesn't let go. But uh, unbelievable! Everybody doing a good job staying in their lane and allowing Goodwin <laughs> just to blow up any interference for the kick return man. Another sticker. <laughs> yeah. Special teams player of the night. He gets three stickers for the suplex. So. Early under center. First and ten from the twenty. They give it. Oh, he had a hole and they carried two oh, defenders. Jacoby had him wrapped up. Jacoby hitting pretty hard. Him and Scanlon both on him. That, that's two big boys. Number 11 just hauled down the field for a gain of five. Brings up second down and that much more from the uh, 25-yard line. That's why they got good size. Not the most explosive. Not the athletes, but they're not... Not tiny. Twins right. Split backfield as they go triple option left side. They go back to Hernandez, big fullback, and he carries the pile all the way out to 28. Third down and short. Offensive line getting a little more push for center points on these last two plays as uh, they chalk up eight yards. So third down and short 
Uh, something center point hadn't seen much of in this first half. Ball's going to be on about the 27-yard line. 28 to nothing is the score. 6.22 left on the clock here in this first half. Mason Punchers scoring at will. Eight men in the box for the defense. They looking to stunt here. Is uh, they got somebody to move? Yeah, that's going to be number seventy. He just uh, fell, I think, forward on the line. So center point uh, had a third down and manageable situation. It's now going to be back uh, to a third down and eight. Lorenz and Jaden were coming. They kind of baited that false start, uh, crashing into the offensive line. Point offense, not, not done a whole lot other than penalty wise. Puncher defense. Third and seven. Six minutes remaining in the first half. Punchers lead at 28 to 0. Wins right for Burley. Makes the option. Left handed throw going deep again. Under throw. Jump ball incomplete. Good Moore's there in coverage. No flag. They're trying to go back to Dominguez. He should have caught that one right through his hand. Number 22 nearly came up with it as it uh, went straight through Morris' hand. I don't really have a lot of picks, interceptions for this defense. Isaiah Bishop's the only one I can think of uh, back against that Saba. I think Todd has one. Isaiah Bishop's got two. He intercepted one two weeks ago. Against Junction on the tip ball. That's right. Their point forced to punt again. On a, oh, oh, Hunter Goodwin blocks it. Picks it up. And he's into the end zone. Touchdown. Sticker. <laughs> I think Goodwin, you know, that's just what you see at the next level. You need guys block it, pick it up, and run it back. He had a clean, just a clean pass to the punter, and but had the awareness to not just go right into him. He just, yeah, he just absorbed it. Yeah, he just absorbed it, blocked it, scooped it, and scored. Goes in. That's a hard thing to do. Scoop up, yeah, mini ball rolling around the ground. The scoop and score is yeah. definitely a lot harder than the block at that point. Like I said, could be uh, another sticker. That might be two stickers. I can special team. Touchdown tonight. Oh, nice recovery by Spencer Morris on the on the uh, there's a flag on the play. I think they hit. So uh, nice uh, offsides on the defense. We're going to decline that. So uh, everybody trot back off. But uh, uh, what was I going to say? Oh, nice scoop by Spencer Morris there on that uh, hold as that ball came scree- skipping in off the ground. And uh, you know that's what exactly. Right. I think that's two stickers. The block gets one. The scoop and score gets another one, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's a fan textbook special teams playmaker. I mean, yeah, no doubt. He, really, he was the only one back there. Right. There wasn't a whole lot of people that could just go and do that and scoop it up. Sure. And, and, yeah, that's, you know, you had a punt return for a touchdown. Now a block, punt, scoop and score. Special teams playing outstanding. Makes the lead. Mason 35, center point zero. We'll pause 10 Let's, seconds. ID. And we'll keep it right here and uh, thank our sponsors 
for this puncher game or puncher season rather uh, we don't do this enough and especially in games like this we tend to tend to forget as we talk about other things but uh, Mason Bank Willow Creek Cafe Nine Bar Land and Cattle Heart of Texas Ford Laneburg Realty D Commercial Bank Mason Building and Supply Hill Country Collision Repair Lupke's GM Cars and Trucks Mid Coast Well Care Mason Dan Gandy Real Estate and the Mason Puncher Club yeah, you're right. Will, uh, as his last statement there, special teams really coming alive here in this one. It's fun to watch. I mean, they're kind of the unsung heroes. Not a lot of opportunities, but Wyatt's kicking well. He drops this one inside the five, into the end zone, touch it back, second time tonight. Number 40's had enough trying to <laughs> turn these from the five-yard line. And nobody wants to block number 24. <laughs> Good one, uh, uh, advocating for player of the game, but uh, yeah, no doubt, good production on offense as well. Yeah, does he get offensive player of the game points for the scoop and score? Well, I mean, Todd's got a great punt return for Todd. You know, you can give him a game ball to a unit. You know, that's, okay, all right. It was the NFL, college NFL. They be in the end zone taking pictures, you know, all together. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Defense back on the field here as uh, they're the ones that probably have the most flags at this point. Uh, but uh, trying to stop center point. They give it on a toss sweep Ooh. to Bustamante, and uh, as soon as he tries to bounce it out, Cody Baker, I believe, was yeah, the first playing, one to hit him. playing position, guarding the edge. Yeah, they're going to gain about two yards on the play. The ball is going to be on the 27-yard line, where it'll be second down and eight. 519 left to go here in the first half. 35 to nothing is the score. Punchers have this one well in hand. Quarterback, Logan Burley, brings the play in. They'll break the traditional huddle. And they like this. Uh, they'll split out two receivers, two in the backfield. We got another delay of game. That'd be the third tonight. A timeout. I don't know why Mason would call a timeout here. I think. Oh, we had a official a loss of a loss of whistle by the official. Huh. How about that? Put that on your nursery rhyme list. Those refs to wrap that whistle around their hand. Yeah. Also, whistle by their official. Second and eight. That has been a long first half. I know. mean, it's been Not forever. A, I guess there's been more pass plays than felt like. Of course, it is only 8.30. Wishbone backfield, toss sweep again. Left side, Bustamante. Oh, nowhere to go. He's crowded. Yeah, Mo, grounded. Smoke was the first one out there as uh, he makes him cut back inside. Then a whole slew of them, purple, force him out of bounds. Brings up a long second down and about twelve. They're going. Are they going to give him third down and are they going to give him line of game? Oh my goodness! Over there, third down and nine. That's what they're going to say. I thought they knocked him out about five yards back. Fresh legs in on the front line, defensive line of scrimmage. Elio Hutron, George Bar Lopez, White Row. 
Play action. Quarterback going deep again over the middle. Collision. Ball comes out of complete. It's 33. It's in a tight end. Yeah. Todd and Bishop all collide. I mean, at the same time for the ball. And uh, forced the incomplete. We've had two defenders just about every throw. That left side or over the middle. Point forced to punt again out of their own territory. Yeah. Todd's probably just going to let this one roll. Brings up a punting situation for center point as uh, they have just been ducking it. A good one just takes all the blocks this time. Todd lets it bounce at the 40. Center point roll down the 27-yard line. Punchers will have three and a half minutes of offense in the first half. This will be a good time to turn in that two-minute offense. Let's roll one more down the field. Again, back to something you've stated this season. This is a Coach Burns would definitely be pushing this three minutes to get down the field and score with your opportunity to get the ball back to start the second half. It's just a mandatory expectation, I would think, even with uh, Coach McLeod. And they, yeah, they're going to keep it. They're going to spread it out. Walker will start in the gun. Two wide receivers, Bishop and Spencer, starting in the backfield. Don't read fake. Walter Brewer's right has Woo on the out pass to the right. Picks up about six or seven. Keeps the clock. Might be good to get out of bounds there, but he was being tackled as he caught it. Yeah, so uh, brings up a five-yard gain. So second down and that much more. The ball's going to be on about the 33-yard line. Taking down to three minutes. Butchers, uh in a two-minute offense, but plenty of time to get down the field. Bishop and Keller, twins on the left, the near side. Walter rolls left, sprint out pass, set to seat, throwing deep for Bishop. Oh, Makes man. Adjustment. Ball was thrown to his back shoulder, and uh, Bishop, if he'd have thrown that ball more towards the center of the field, that was a home run play. Bishop makes a good adjustment in the air to try to get a finger on it, but uh, just uh, could not come down with it. That was a yeah. He made the back shoulder type adjustment. I mean, they there just wasn't enough time to really turn your head north and around. Third down and five. Ball on the thirty-three yard line. One's right. The near side this time. Make the scaling. Wofford keeps it himself. Flag on the play. On the field. He would have had the first. But this one might be coming back. Yeah. He'd have had a, an extra. Ooh, and number seven takes a kick to, uh, I don't know if that was the quarterback or one of the blockers. I don't know, but uh, I have a feeling that he's probably done for the evening. Number seven, he's been playing corner on the left side, and uh, I wasn't sure if that was Mayfield or Walford on the ground, but he just came up and kicked him in the helmet. Number seven, Sabian. Estrada? Yeah, I would say that he's probably finished. Yeah, he goes out the field, and uh, don't see that every day. They're just kicking another one in the helmet. A lot of frustration, I'm sure. So 
Centerpoint defense down 35 to zero, two and a half, 236 remaining. First half of this ball game, Hunter's uh, White Hat's going to talk this one. They're going to talk this one over. We got a flag during the play, far side. We got two fouls on the play, a false start on the offense. Sportsman-like on the defense. Yeah, he is. And then it ejected. Disqualified. So, number seven is done for the evening. As uh, you cannot uh, you cannot let your emotions overtake your action uh, when it comes to any sporting event or anything in life, for that matter. And uh, he reared back and decided he was going to Take an action that uh, got him disqualified this evening. Strange, uh, he called a false start on the on the offense. Uh, didn't hear a whistle. Just threw that flag. Pretty, you know, a few seconds after the, the snap, normally they'll blow that one dead. More of a neutral zone type infraction. Unfortunately, like penalty's going to move the ball out. Across the 40 to the 47 yard, 48 yard line. No, 44 yard line. Looking across the field. Pretty close. Automatic first down for the punchers. We'll have it near. Closer to midfield. A lot of time left on the clock. 35 to 0. A real urgency by this offense, but uh, they want to kind of complete this, this series. Finish the half with the score, getting the ball back, start the second. Now we'll get back to playing. Wofford in the gun, Scantlin next to him, twins right. Kenner split wide left. Wofford. Straight drop back, looks right, pumps, throws deep, has a man open. Oh, oh my goodness. He went out of the hands of Spencer Morris. He had his belly at the 30. I mean, what a pass by uh, Wofford as uh, he puts it right in the bread basket. And uh, Spencer Morris let the crumbs fall there as uh, he should have grabbed that one and taken it to the house. Really good pitch and catch there. Brings up second down at 10. 2.30 on the clock. Puncher's trying to put it in one more time before half. They lead this one 35 to nothing. In the gun. This time he gives it to Scantling. Keeps it on the ground. Scantling. Oh, my goodness. Gosh, just a notorious face mask by center point as he crosses midfield. I mean. I mean that was one of those grab and swing, you know, turn around. Scantlin, he was on his way through the secondary. And it comes from Personal the, foul face mask call. That's yeah. going to move him a long way. That's a dangerous type face mask. That's, you know, you're beat. And you reach out and then you jerk the head back. The two players running. It's like a, a joust. Yeah, I mean, it just really torques your neck when you do that. Took the helmet off Scantlin, he, yeah. I wasn't happy. For sure. We might have broke that one for longer. 
So that penalty, personal foul, since it was a personal foul penalty, that's a 15-yarder. That's going to take it all the way down to the uh, 31-yard line in uh, center point territory. 224 on the clock. 35 to nothing is your score. So two personal fouls give the punchers a lot of field. And right. Walker will be under center. Rolls right. Throwing on the run. Deep to the corner. Would have been out of bounds, but yeah. trying to get Mr. Moore. Pass just really guides him out of bounds as uh, – as uh, that was still a good ball placement just for your receiver to be the only one to get it. But, man, that was uh, just kind of drifted him out of bounds at about the five-yard line. Brings up second down and ten. He's going back to Spencer Morris. Tommy was in in the game, same side of the field. So, punchers looking to push it in. Still 217 on the clock. We're still at the slot. Tristan Keller on the right, the outside. Bishop in the backfield next to Walker with a gun. There he is. Green oh, Harding dropped it. I mean, just kind of, yeah. kind of tried to Joe cool it there instead of really turning his body to catch it. Man, he had a lot of running room. That probably would have taken it to the house with his speed to the outside. But it brings up a third down and ten. So punchers kind of killing their own drive here. Uh, with uh, 2.13 on the clock. Really good. would like to see them finish this one. Two personal foul penalties by center point has moved the punchers a long way down the field. Two incomplete passes. That's up third and 10 from the center point 31. Wofford shotgun. Twins left. Comey and Todd. Now they motion Morris across. Those on the run. Morris catches it this time in the flat and tackled out of bounds all the way down. 15-yard line, first yeah. down punchers. Going to be a first down, but the clock stopped. Um, ball's going to be, like Will said, about the 15. So, um, good pitch and catch that time. More so surprised he had all that running room in front of him. Put on the football, and uh, now Caleb Fisher comes in. He split wide right, odd left. Off it out of the gun. Pistol, really. Scantling's behind him. And he gives it to Jaden. And tackle. Her. Oh, he stays on his feet. Gets away from one defender, but not. And reinforcements coming in from the rear. Yeah, see, there's going to be a holding against Mason. As uh, it's going to set him back. It's going to be first and 15 from the 20. More importantly, there's only 140 left on the clock. Penalty might have negated it regardless, but I thought Scanlon had a lot of running room there on the right side with the holes opening up. And I think somebody got a hold of him, hold of his jersey. So, uh, right back to the 25. Minute 40 left. Hunter's in and out of the red zone here after the penalty. Twins right. Bring back left. Wofford in the gun. Motion Fisher across. Looks for him. Now he has to pull it down. Reverse field to his left. Now he's just going to keep it. Has White Rogue rocking in front of him. Turns the corner. Cuts it back. Oh, he's got it. Into the end zone. Touchdown, punchers. No flags. And great cut there by Walford to uh, turn it back upfield into the end zone. Yeah, just good run there by Walford, uh, like Will said. Cuts it back. 
sharply. Let's uh, center point uh, is is very much over pursuing uh, on any directional play. The thing that boggled me in that play is Todd ran out there and sat down and turned around, but then he just stood there. And then he, when his quarterback scrambled to the near side, he did break and run um, into an open area, but uh, um, no good is the extra point. So we missed his left, and they got blocked. 41 to nothing is your score here with a minute 25 left to go in the half. So the punchers do exactly as uh, we thought they might drive down the field uh, with just minutes left on the clock here in the late second second quarter uh, to get the ball back here coming out of halftime. So 41 to nothing is your score. Minute 25 left to go. And uh, let's pause 10 seconds for station ID. Brady, Mason, and all the Northwest Hill Country. This is KNL 95.3 FM and streaming live online at KNLRadio.com on the TuneIn Radio app at KNL FM and on Alexa at KNL FM 95.3. Kick team back on the field, and it's been fun because we're getting to do it a lot here in the first half. Much as we get 41 to 0. Extra point by Jacoby was no good. Yeah, hooked it to the left. White Rose been uh, kicking it deep pretty consistently down to the five-yard line. A traditional looking end over end kick, but uh, more of a, of a knuckleball. Vertical spiral lands. Picked up by 22 Dominguez. He bites his way out across the 20. Sticker. Guess he got a solo tackle. Yeah, good one. He comes <laughs> up. He didn't even have to use another another blocker yeah, to do it. Got a stinger on the left hand. Got uh-huh. good one then. I'm sure he got it on a on turn man. Yeah. So defense back on the field. These punchers got a, got a touchdown there on that two minute offense. Second touchdown run by Walford this time from 25 yards out. He went. End to end, and then up the field. Great scrambler. Showing he too can run the ball here tonight. Good point. To the back under center, just fullback dive. Lou Hernandez. Short one Short or two game, yards. Yeah. yeah, on the carry. Going to be on about the 25-yard line, being second down and about eight. I guess their point's just going to milk the clock here. and uh, yeah. Let's thank our sponsors one more time, Will, in this first half, as uh, it's been a long one. Uh, Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Land and Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, D Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Mid-care, well-care, Mid-Coast Well Care in Mason, Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. Let me just go same player right back to the fullback. Excuse me, that was number 11. Fellback, Mr. Monte. And they're not going to have to snap it again. 18 seconds remaining on the scoreboard. I expect the center point to have a little better option. You know, people line up in the wish You expect they know 
you know, how to run it a little bit. You know, I ain't seen a pitch man yet. The quarterback keep it. But that's going to do it here for the first half. Puncher's going to take a 41 to nothing lead into the field house. Take a two-minute break here from our sponsor. Just come back, recap, first half stat. And some big plays here. This is Mason Puncher football, 95-3, can you? Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night, and Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. With participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank, proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, Flag Corps, Puncher Pete, and the Twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the Punchers. Rickham. He's got the catch as he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Red Raiders! It's time to pave the way for the LBK. Show the world what it means to come from Lubbock, Texas. Tech has won this game. Join us Saturday. Texas Tech takes on TCU in Lubbock. Our coverage begins at 5 on your home for Red Raider football. The Red Raiders take on the TCU Horn Frogs Saturday at 5 on 95.3. Here's your 95.3 Real Country weatherology forecast. Lows dip down to about 61 tonight under partly cloudy skies, southerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Sunny skies and calm tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 89. Clear skies and quiet tomorrow night, 66. That's a look at your forecast powered by weatherology.com. I'm Jennifer Wojcicki. Currently, it's 77 degrees. Get them. And it's a halftime show here at the Puncher Dome. Mason leads center point 41 to 0. Didn't get that last extra point uh, after the 25 yard touchdown run by Ivan Wofford, uh, which, you know, that's what they needed to do. They, they had a long two minute offense top drive with uh, about three and a half minutes remaining. And I do have some first half stats. Well, here's the the game stats look. Probably going to be very lopsided for Mason. Mason ran the ball 11 times for 189 yards. Pretty low carry count there. Uh, 41 on the board, but we'll talk about a couple of those scores came from. Offered is only 3 of 9 passing. First half, 46 yards. Had 235 total yards in the first half. They were 2 of 3 third downs. Uh, committed one turnover uh, on the drop punt by Todd early in the game. He also returned one for a touchdown. But here's what you want to see. Six penalties for 50 yards. Uh, only had, Offense only had the ball for just under 10 minutes. Uh, center point looks like this. They had the ball 14 minutes. Ran the ball 21 times for negative eight yards. They're 0 for 4 passing. Completed one, but uh, it was uh, called back for interference. They were 1-13 on third down. 
committed no turnovers, committed 10 penalties for 80 yards, a couple of unsportsmanlike penalties, including uh, one of their players got disqualified for kicking Mason player on the ground in the helmet. And your score again was 41-0. to And here's a recap of that scoring summary. So right off the bat, uh, Butcher defense, they kick off, they force center point three now. And they punt it to Ryan Todd, who takes it back 45 yards for the first puncher touchdown of the game. Uh, all extra points by Jacoby were good, other than that last one late in the second period. And uh point had the ball a long time, even in that first quarter, but uh, oh. didn't go anywhere. Uh, punchers get it back. 335 remaining in the first. Hayden Hardy takes it in for, from 17 yards out for his first touchdown of the football game. Later on, as time... First quarter uh, clock was expiring. Hayden Hardy takes it again. Another 17-yard rushing touchdown. I thought it was a little further out. But his second rushing touchdown of the ball game. And uh, 9-15 to go in the second quarter. Ivan Walford takes it 43 yards off the jet sweep fake. Straight up the middle of the field. Weaving in and out for his first and longest touchdown rush of the year. And that took the score 28-0. And then uh, six and a half remaining in the second quarter. Hunter Goodwin blocks a punt deep in center point territory. And they call it a 24-yard punt return touchdown. I think it was, I think they were on their own 24, so I guess that does count. Yeah, uh, I'm sure that's how that the, counts. Inside the 10 for the second special teams touchdown of the evening. And that last extra point by Jason Jacoby was good as the score was 35-0. to zero. And then uh, in that last offensive series, minute 25 remaining, Ivan Wofford scrambles. No one open, takes it himself, makes a great 25-yard run after the penalty. And uh, extra point was no good, taking the score. Facing 41, center point zero. And your total, we talked about time of possession. Center point had it 14 minutes, Mason less than 10. Center point actually uh, leading the penalty yardage to those unsportsmanlike calls. And uh, they had 10 for 80 yards. Punchers had uh, looking here for the penalty yardage. Oh, there it is. Three offensive, 15 yards. Three dif- defensive for 35 yards. Six total for 50 yards there in the first half. So still a lot of laundry on the field, but uh, doesn't show it on the scoreboard. Pretty comfortable lead. <laughs> Here tonight against center point, which we expected. And they also did, we expect to see a lot of, we know we can just line up and score at will. Right. Run the football, but we're seeing the playbook open up and a lot of passing, a lot of trick plays, just a lot of deceptive type plays and trying to get the ball out in space, which I liked. I liked it when they went to Ron Todd in the spot on a, on a bubble screen. You know, mm-hmm. they, they had some quick hitting, you know, some RPO type passes. Uh, that's the stuff that they're going to try to work on here in district play. You've seen it down the JV level. So, good offensive production and outstanding defense and special teams play. The center point band uh, starts their performance. We'll take a long commercial break and uh, come back. Cap some scores from around the district, region, and area. Talk about the second half if there's anything to talk about, but we'll, we'll do it here on 95.3. Can you? 
Dan Gandy Touchdown Real Estate specializes in prime lake properties and ranches in West Texas. We also have game ranches, high fence, some stocked with exotics. Large and small listings, rolling hills, or rough, beautiful river ranches. Several show places, hunting and fishing and livestock. All of our agents have a good working knowledge of recreational and livestock ranches, and we're available at your convenience. So when you're in the market, give us a call at 800-282-1630. Let us locate a ranch for you. Dan Gandy, Touchdown Real Estate. Having medical care choices close to home is now possible. Midcoast Well Care Mason is here to serve your walk-in primary, family, medical, and well care needs. Midcoast Medical Center Central Llano offers 24-hour emergency care, imaging, diagnostic laboratory, and rehabilitation needs. Having a choice of medical providers is essential. Choose Midcoast for all your family's medical needs. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. I know your old car or truck just isn't meeting your needs anymore. You need something better and you want it now. But the current shortage of fresh out of the factory new cars and trucks has left the dealer lots just about empty. One option is previously owned car or truck. And at Luke Yum Cars and Trucks in Brady, we have a pretty good selection of quality used cars, trucks, and SUVs. And here's an even better idea. Ask the folks at Lukis about a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC. A certified pre-owned vehicle takes the guesswork out of used car shopping. They're inspected, reconditioned, and offer many new car benefits, such as extended powertrain warranty. With a certified pre-owned Chevrolet, Buick, or GMC from Lukis, you get peace of mind, without the new car price. Come on by Lukey's today and have a look. We think you'll be pleasantly surprised. And remember, you can check out our entire inventory anytime at Lukey's.com. Lukey's, your gateway to savings always. Mason Building Supply is your hometown general store. That's right. We've got much more than building materials and hardware. Check out our selection of Wrangler clothing and Twisted X footwear. Trust for the job with Wrangler Regular Fit Cowboy Cut and Cowboy Comfort Jeans. Wrangler Western Work Shirts and Denim Shirts and Twisted X Belts. Protect those toes with Twisted X and Chippewa Snake Boots. Check out the new arrivals of clothing, building materials, hardware, and so much more at Mason Building Supply, 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or call 325-347-5899. If you would like to hear a rebroadcast of high school sports aired on KNEL AM and FM, visit KNELradio.com homepage and find the listing of KNEL Podcast. Click on the KNEL Sports Podcast and you can enjoy listening or downloading your favorite sporting events. KNEL, serving the heart of Texas and the Northwest Hill Country with your sports podcast. KNEL Sports Podcast, making a difference in your life. The Commercial Bank is an independent community bank that has served Mason since 1901 with the same name and same goal of providing community leadership and excellent financial services. We believe we should know our customers and our customers should know us. Our business model is based on relationships and that is why we believe banking with us is a better way to bank. The Commercial Bank, a better way to bank. Member FDIC. I'm Rich Dennison. President Biden today discussing the September jobs report. Today's report has the unemployment rate down to 4.8%, a significant improvement from when I took office and a sign that our recovery is moving forward, even in the face of a COVID pandemic. The jobs report from the Labor Department showing the country added a lower than expected 194,000 jobs in September. 
ISIS is claiming responsibility for today's suicide bombing at a mosque in the northern Afghanistan city of Kunduz that's killed at least 100 people. The Taliban now in charge of the country says the blast was caused by a suicide bomber who mingled with worshippers at Friday prayers. UN says the attack is a part of a disturbing pattern of violence against religious institutions in Afghanistan. Fox's Greg Palcott in London. America's listening to Fox News. Taco. All right, we're back to halftime show. Michael was uh, down a snicker bar, and uh, I'm good. He wants to recap the stats again. In the first half, uh, they're just cool, you know, looking pretty good for the Mason Punchers. Yeah, just a real dominating performance. Um, you can see Center's points frustrations building there towards the end of that night half and I suspect that the twos will be in from the get-go here to start this second half I'd imagine um, I just worry about you know who's the number three on that depth chart for a quarterback position I have to imagine it's Tate Spencer just because he's the only one out there really with experience at the you know at playing time mm-hmm. on the field I mean he got played two or three games last year uh, I'm just trying to think who else had played. But Caleb he, Fisher. He's injured. He had not seen him back since he tweaked his ankle. Caleb Fisher could play quarterback. Uh, he's, the, he's the backup. Uh, the girls on the JV. Uh, see, I think, you know, I think There's we're good at the position. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, Isaiah can go in there and play. And, yeah, and I suspect we'll see him coming out of the half there. But yeah. anyway, uh, First half stats look like this, like Will said, pretty dominating from Mason's standpoint. But Mason ran it 11 times for 189 yards. Center point tried it. Center point tried it 21 times, but only came up with eight yards. Passing the football, uh, Mason was only three for nine, but for 46 yards. Center point didn't complete a pass on four attempts. Total yards come to 235 for Mason, and only eight uh, for center point. Third down conversions, Mason was two for three, and center point was one for 13. So uh, lots of lot more possessions there, as Mason did score two times on uh, special teams plays, which uh, helped their possession time. Penalty-wise, though, uh, Mason still fighting that bug a little bit, as they were flagged six times for 50 yards, and center point 10 for 80 yards, two of those, 30 of that coming on two different penalties, uh, personal fouls. Uh, time of possession, pretty lopsided, as center point had it more uh, but did less, and Mason had it less and did more. So, uh, kind of what you want. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, so, mighty band from Puncherland is out there uh, a little more volume tonight. They shoot it up here into the press box, but... Uh, well, you, know, you know the game's going your your way or going well when your uh, suited up players get to come out for the performance. Uh, just remember against that game against Wall, really close, and uh, you didn't see a player out there right. in the band. And, uh, they're getting that, making those adjustments. I don't know what adjustments you got to make for the punchers here tonight. Uh, you know, there's not a lot to have to change in what you're doing at center point. Right. I like the, a lot of 
bunch of bands on the field. We can hear them. I'll just report some scores, uh, keeping track of a uh, good ball game going up uh, nearby Brady. They're up in Ballinger. Great Bulldogs. They, they go down against Ozona a couple weeks back, and they're leading Ballinger 41-26 to uh, midway through the third quarter. Up in 3A, number one ranked Jim Ned. They lead early. Brown won 48-7 as they begin the fourth quarter. Wall taking on CLC Academy. District play. They lead it 43-13. Comanche and Dublin uh, right there, you know, next to each other. They're, they're in a close ball game tied. 14-14 in Comanche. That's Comanche and Dublin. And scrolling down, South Lake Carroll Dragons taking care of business. The way up at 6 a they lead it 49-0. And two right, Katie leads by Creek 62-7. Alito, all the top ranked teams at uh, 5A and 6A. Alito leads Joshua 55-0. Kerrville Tidy in another close ball game. They lead Lockhart 28-23 in the third quarter. Number 5 ranked Lubbock Cooper Pirates. They lead Plainview up in the panhandle 48-20 in the third quarter. Sonora uh, went down to El Dorado. I know some of reported their score. They lead Ingram in District 22-12 in Ingram. And uh, back down to Division 2 to a number one ranked Mart. They lead number 10 ranked Shilton 42-6. Back to Division 1, number 5 ranked Cisco Lobos at Winners. They lead Winners 48-6. Number 3 ranked Timpson. Uh, Division 1, 2A. They lead Garrison 60-40 in the third quarter. That's a high-scoring ball game. Timpson over Garrison 60-40. Holland leads Moody 43-7 That's a half. Menard in Junction tonight. Menard leads Junction 7-6. And uh, that's a pretty good matchup there. Menard hanging on in Division 2A. I think the, we were over there last week. I think they've got you know, like 14 players and three are hurt. I mean, that's they're pretty thin, you know, but still playing 11-man football, so... Good to see them get a, get a win. And uh, Mason leads center point 41 to 0. Most ball game in our district. Bracket leads Harper 16 to 14. Six minutes left in the second quarter. Go back up to number one, four, eight. Number four, Guinness leads North Point 21 to 7. Number five, Duncanville leads Lake Ridge 38 to 0. Back down to Division 1, 3A. Number two, Brock. Tied with Whitesboro, 21-21 at the half. Number one ranked Carthage, hefty lead over center, 55 to 12. Number two ranked Stephenville at Waco La Vega. Number six, six ranked Waco La Vega. Stephenville leads at 28 to seven. Having a pretty good season so far. Back down to our division, number six Holly, lead Haskell 33 to zero. And uh, number nine, Midlothian Heritage. They lead Brownwood 22-7 to at the half. Fredericksburg leads Burnett 26-7. to Lampasas lead over Taylor 42-20. to These are all at the half. Liberty Hill leads McCallum 31-6. to Austin Westlake leads Dewey 35-0. Division 1, 3, number 1, ranks Franklin. They lead, or excuse me, Small three eight. They lead Rogers twenty one to seven. 
rounded out. Lano needs comfort tonight. Lano leads comfort 27-0 at the half. Most ball games in our district, Ozona just barely with the lead over Johnson City, 13-9. Ozona leads Johnson City 13-9 at the half. Number one ranked Referio, they lead Bloomington 63-0 at the half. So they're Referio's scoring like 60 points a game in the first half. I'm pretty sure. That's 11-man numbers. I mean, that's, sorry, excuse me. Naturally, it's 11-man numbers. That's six-man numbers. Really, they haven't, they don't seem to have played as many, unless I dismissed it. They don't seem to be playing those 4A and 3A teams this season in non-district play. They seem to be, or if they are, they're not, you know, they're not your ranked uh, bigger schools. I will say this, two years ago, they played a bunch of high-powered Higher class A. They even played a five A team. They ranked four A and they suffered a bunch of injuries. And so I wonder if they just dialed it back a little bit in terms of who they're playing to to, to maintain yep. their health. And sure enough, they struggled when they got to those state contests. Yeah, you know, missing people and well, they lost the state championship that year because of that. Yeah, and then they lose out to Shiner last year. Because of that, they were losing five of their what I would call their their you know dual big, dual starter. They played both sides of the football, and uh, I don't, I think they probably just dialed it back a little bit. Will I mean makes sense? I mean that coach down there. I mean he's no dummy. You wanna you wanna uh, got a program for sure. You wanna question that deal? And he'll show you just how smart he is. Well, it's funny because when they used to blow out everybody back in, uh, you know, five, six years ago, well, all the way back to 20, 2010 to 2015, he was on the hot seat for too many points. Yeah, absolutely. What they do, they start playing tougher opponents. Those score a lot of points, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that's the other side. You know, you just... What do you, what do, you do? Because they're, they're in a region that you just can't go out and play anybody. I mean, it's, there's not a lot of strong programs down in that area south, of South Texas. 2A ball. There, there are, but they're uh, 6A. Yeah, they're bigger schools. <laughs> they're, they're, you, can, you can just mosey right on over to Katy. You know, they can always skate to Shiner. Or Shore. Shiner, non-district, you know. They used to, yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. Why would they show their guns at that deal? I mean, you could run on over there. That's what you got to do. You have to go up there to Shiner, Shiner, Yoakum, Flatonia. You know, that's where you're. You Bernard, run up there and play Jetson. I mean, I mean, I'm not sure. No, that's there's a little difference there. Division one, three A, and then San Antonio Jetson. Then you see kids come out. You're like, is this a college team? Uh, then you, yeah. It would be yeah, fun to watch. We're, we're past the kid with the mustache. That kid had a full beard. Uh, it, would, it would be fun to watch, but yeah, it's, it would just be getting pancaked left and right. Uh, anyway, that's I, I was just kind of rounding out. <laughs> there were some finals before tonight. Then uh, Tabba falls the Goldway yesterday, twenty-eight twenty-six. Goldway getting their revenge on San Saba. It's been a long time coming. Number four ranked Crawford. They beat Hamilton thirty-three fourteen. 
here's the one that threw me off because I just saw the. Of course, this would never happen. Number eight, eight Canadian in Division Two, Three A. They lead Highland Park sixty-two to eight. Not the Highland wow. Park Scots, right? Highland Park Hornets. Number seven ranked New Deal. They big lead over Hill Center. Uh, these are all finals. Uh, they beat Hill Center forty-eight to eight, and that rounds out the. I don't know if I got all the ranked teams on there, but take another final halftime, two minute commercial break. Come back, second half kickoff. Punchers will get the football. They lead to 41 to 0. You're listening. Mason Puncher Football 95 3, The best selling pickup for 44 years just got better. Heart of Texas Ford and Brady announces 0% financing for 72 months on new F 150s. Get 0% financing for 72 months on your new F-150 from Heart of Texas Ford. This great deal is available until October 4th. See your next truck at heartoftexasford.com, where every deal comes straight from the heart. When your family has a medical emergency, you need care ASAP without a long drive. Midcoast Medical Center Central Llano offers 24-hour emergency care, comprehensive diagnostic laboratory, imaging, and rehabilitation services in Llano at 200 West Ollie. We accept most insurances and Medicare. Call 325-216-9199. Midcoast Llano is your local hospital. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. Meanwhile, at Willow Creek Cafe and Club, Chase, do you see it? It's the light at the end of the tunnel. Nah, Mom, it's the train coming at us. No, Chase, things are getting better, and Willow Creek Cafe is still serving the best home cooking from 6 to 10, Monday through Sunday. And the club is open Monday through Sunday from 5 to midnight. Oh, I see it now. It's the headlights on your Jeep. Oh, geez, not again. Chase, your memory is worse than mine. Whatever, Ange. Johnny and Leanne Fleming and all the folks from Hill Country Collision Repair are excited about being a part of another great year for the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls, and we wish them the best of luck throughout the season. At Hill Country Collision Repair, we appreciate your business. We're located at 301 North Live Oak, or give us a call at 347-5767 for free estimates on domestic or foreign auto repairs. Hill Country Collision Repair. Back here live to wrap up the halftime period. Puncher, <clears throat> Mason Puncher's back out on the field. Right, both teams in their inflatable helmets getting ready to take the field here to start the second half. Get underway shortly and uh, look at the scoreboard. And This is a more traditional type Puncher football. Leading 41-0 at the half. A chance to get those number two and three players in. There's some good experience. Probably see uh, a bunch of down the field in a fog of smoke. And they've done a good job staying fired up. As they take the field here. Second time tonight. Fredo Valdez, Blake Lewis following. 
Only two uh, injured players not suited up. I expect we'll see as much as you're going to get the uh, football. They're going to start the second half. They want the coin toss and deferred. That's we'll see those uh, those same units on for a couple of series, and then we'll start rotating in the subs. Not a lot of uh, adjustment needed here, I don't think, against center point. Obviously, center point trying to – they've been in puncher territory twice tonight, and both times they were uh, beaten back either by penalties or the defense. So kick return unit on the field for the first time tonight. Ryan Todd, Isaiah Bishop go back as the deep return men. Tristan Keller, Caleb Fisher, Derek Ontiveros, Landon Jinch. Yep, men, and uh, I should, should say uh, midpoint. Video Hutron. Travis Parker, Wyatt Rowe, Hunter Goodwin, and Rance Carter are your front up men uh, at the you know, initial contact. Center point uh, slowly they slowly come out. Yeah. And this is this is kinda where we were at last year, Will. I mean just not not much enthusiasm for the second half there. Well I like I liked the uh punchers were jumping up and down as they took the field. They're trying to stay fired up, and you know these are fun games. If you're a player, it's it maybe boring to you know watch and listen to, but for the players, I mean, it's where they get to play. You know, they make plays. They get to watch themselves make those plays. Yeah. Uh, their Enjoy big their high school yeah. career. But uh, again, opening drive right here. Come out, no yeah. flags. Let's score. Go. Yeah, score. <laughs> Stickers. Just Monte, number eleven, kicking off for center point. Takes a long run at it. <laughs> yes. Ten yards, and uh, Ryan Todd catches it on the run at the 15. Uh-oh. He's into space. Big hole. Uh-oh. Goes left side, makes a cut, stays on his feet. Chased out of bounds into the pirate territory. Hit out of bounds. No flag, but he's yeah, all the way down to the 35. He was tackled about halfway out of bounds there, but they're going to let it go. As, uh, good field position there after a long got a all the way down to the 35, 50-yard return. 38-yard line is where the nose of the ball will be set. First and 10 for the punchers as we start this second half. 41 to nothing is the score. See here what uh, we got wristbands out as we're going to make calls from. Well, first team does take the field. Offense. Whopper's going to remain in the shotgun. Ron Todd beside him. Twins left. Tight end row to the right. Play action. Looks left. Pumps. Throws deep. Looking for Kobe down the left sideline. Nearly a one-handed oh, catch. Yeah. He nearly brought that in with one paw. As he stuck it up yeah. there. And uh, defender was right on him, though. And uh, just could not get that brought down. Yeah, they're so. doing a good job on Kobe. I mean, they are sticking they on his head. Yeah, I will say this, though. If you pay attention... Comey's only gone out there twice, and both times it's been on a streak play. So, put your best corner on him, man him up. He is, I mean, it's not like he's easy to miss out there. He's towering he above everyone. I agree. Wofford, 
Same formation. Rolls left. We're going to throw it to him again. He's going to hit Scantlin on the sideline out of bounds. 32. We're going to third down and short. So right there comes back to a first-year quarterback. That's a perfect example of rolling out there. And, Will, I'd like to see him, when he gets to, when he gets that hash mark, to start setting his feet then. He waited about two steps later. And what that causes is that receiver – to be that much further to the outside, instead of leading him and giving him the opportunity to turn up field, his upfield was out of bounds. He really almost needs to hit him before he gets too far out. Don't mind throwing on the run, but this time he does. Hits Scanlon with space down the right sideline. He's going to score a touchdown. Punchers, Micah called it. We were, we were trying to describe it, and he did it. If so. we had this replay, I'd sit here and tap on it for you. And uh, yeah, draw the line. be like the old Troy Aikman drawings, you know. That's a sprint out pass. But that's but again, again, you're you're getting out, but you're not you're not trying to get too deep, too far. You see him open, you're hitting him on the run. But again, he he made the adjustments with his feet and had the yeah. ball ready by the time he got to the hash mark. Where Scantlin, that that gives you a whole side of a field to play. And he was able to get the ball out quicker, get it to Scanlon, and Scanlon was able to turn it upfield. Point by Jacoby's good. Flag on the field, offside again. On That's going to be defense. Yeah. So decline that one, move on, play granted, the drums. Granted, much easier for a right-handed quarterback for that right-handed sprint out. Well, no doubt, yeah. but that's what I'm saying. The shoulders are already square. That you know. process has got to start more rapidly as you go away yeah. from your arm. That's right. When you're rolling left, it takes time to turn your shoulder. So it's okay. it's easier just to, it's, yeah. It's a turn. It's a and so the, those progressions just have to happen a little faster. Also, what helped him there is they moved Scantlin across the play on that last one, and it gives you more time. Whereas Scantlin started on the short side of the field yeah. on the first attempt at that when they ran it to the far side. And so it gives you just less room. So you've got to be aware of those things. Uh, but I'm glad they turned and did exactly what we were trying to describe there. I mean, it's like we're in the huddle. Well, I like the coaches said, hey, that worked over there. Let's try it to the well, no doubt. other side. So first, uh, I think that was the first touchdown pass. Walford to Scantlin. Yeah, that was the game. Uh, went for, what, 30? Uh-oh. 38 yards for the touchdown. Yeah, 48 to nothing is the score. 7.58 left to go here in the third quarter. So they did exactly what Will's been wanting them to do and what we've all been wanting them to do all season. Score on their last possession of the first half, come out and score on their initial possession of the second half. Short kick this time by Rowe. This much picks it up and just dances out on the 20. Looking for Goodwin probably. He was there. That's a, my first uh, T-shirt logo idea this season. Well, maybe we've had one earlier, but it's a picture of a good one. Uh-huh. Sticker. Sticker. Yeah, helmet. Sticker. Yeah. Just put Anyway. I like it. I like it. I like it a lot. There you go. Stick them as well. Uh, point offense back on the field for the first time in the second half. Mason scores quickly. They lead it 48-0, seven minutes. They're going to keep the clock running, pretty sure, second half. i got Jones some right. buzzing in my ear. Oh, where that's coming from? Down on the field somewhere. Whew. 
Backfield, they go triple option right side. This time the quarterback keeps it and gets about a yard. Logan Burley. Sounds like that fog machine. They're letting air out of something. Man. Second and eight for center point, 620. They're just going to let that clock pick. Yeah, they're going to roll this thing, I'd imagine. That's what happened last year down at center point. I mean, it was a very yeah. quick second half because they never stopped the clock. Broken wish blown, twins right. Off sweep, Bustamante right side, and no going over there. Gets maybe a half yard. Yeah, maybe back to the original line of scrimmage. Here's sound. Uh, they're releasing whatever they spray down there. They're releasing that. Second team defense coming flying in here. Even a sophomore call up. Marcus Harding comes in. Caleb Fisher, outside linebacker. Good one, Jacoby and Rowe. In the front three. Now, George Lopez comes in for Jacoby. Take of the nose. Good job getting in there in that late substitution. Well, the quarterback just sees the clock. That's to call a timeout. They're about to get it. Oh, no, they're going to take the delay of game. Delay of game on comfort. This is about, I mean, comfort. On center point, this is about their fifth one of the game. Yeah, they could have got out there and snapped it quick, and we would have been, you know, too many men on the field. Yeah, dead duck. Uh, that's probably not going to expect that out of center point. Clock now under five minutes already in the third quarter. Take the option. That's time now. Harding's chasing him down. He gets the ball off. Incomplete is quarterback was nearly sacked. Marcus Harding and Hayden Harding. Yeah, both in there together. As uh, they hit the quarterback as he releases the ball. Brings up fourth down and 12 from the 20-yard line. I used to have great field position here. Oh, Hayden congratulates the younger. They come off the field. Todd goes back to return, but he's probably not going to try to catch it. Point. Three and out. Putting on fourth. Now Todd's going to fair catch it, so he did go right to him. He turned that for a touchdown earlier. Probably just wanted to redeem himself. Yeah, that drops for uh, catch early in the ball game. Kind of do that as a player just to get, remain, retain your confidence. Absolutely. You just let him bounce all the time. You're gonna, you're always gonna be kind of worried. Well, and he did muff one. Yeah. So. This offense takes over near midfield. We're going to see the twos go in, led by Isaiah Bishop. Matthew Culver, the call-up. The JV stay, uh, stays on this week. will be tied in on the right side. Split backfield. Both fullback. They go counter play right side to Ontiveros, and he's got running room down the right sideline. He's going to take it to the house. 
He's in end zone. Touchdown, punchers. So the second team scores on their first play from scrimmage. Set of fresh legs, blockers, and a whole nine yards. Ontiveros. We saw him run some the ball early in the season, first couple of games, and really explosive off the line. And he shows you right there that the edge uh, it was easily obtained, and he just uh, outpaced them. Demoralizing to the defense when the second team comes in and scores one play. Morris holds Jacoby kind of no good. This is right. So he's been he kicked a lot. Yeah. So that was uh, that was Roe. Roe got a chance at the extra point. Uh huh. Oh, he just kind of sliced it there. Gotta be fun as a kicker in a game like this. You're on the winning side. A lot of practice. Well, yeah, <laughs> lots of practice, that's for sure. Wanna thank our sponsors this year for uh, uh, allowing this broadcast to happen. Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, Nine Bar Landing Cattle, Heart of Texas Ford, Laneburg Realty, The Commercial Bank, Mason Building and Supply, Hill Country Collision Repair, Luke Use GM Cars and Trucks, Mid Coast Well Care in Mason. Dan Gandy Real Estate, and the Mason Puncher Club. Also, something else I want to talk about, Will, real quick. Why there's still a minute 24? They've been rolling the clock. Yeah. Minute 24 left to go here in the third quarter. is uh, Coming up in uh, a week from Wednesday is our uh, Hill Country Commercial Heifer Show and Sale. We still have raffle tickets available that goes to fund the scholarship program for these kiddos. Uh, your $100 gets you... Uh, three chances to win five exposed Barangas heifers. Uh, so really good turnaround for your money. And uh, kickoff by Rowe, picked up at the 20 by Dominguez. And has running room down the right sideline. Good return out to the 35. Clock continues. Well, no, they actually stopped it. 47 seconds. Well, I think you can technically have to when it goes out of bounds. bounds. Yeah, so. Um, but anyway, $100 gets you three chances to win five exposed Brangus heifers, and uh, that drawing will be uh, next or two, the Thursday the 21st. And uh, the show is on the 20th, and uh, these kids uh, work hard for uh, from the spring validation all the way through to breed up these heifers, have a competition. Oil interview is 60% of it. 30% of it's the heifer valuation, 10% of it's record book. If you need any raffle tickets, uh, hold on just one second. We'll rear left. Our uh, counterparts here in the press box. Our counterparts are announcers next to us. Like get that, you know, because they play clock has gone to zero. Yeah. But so the uh, end of the third quarter. Sorry, I interrupted. No, you're good. You're good. So uh, if you need tickets still for that, uh, we still have some available. Uh, be happy to uh, get those to you. You can either contact me at 903-439-5935, or you can contact Jared Whitworth uh, at 325-805-2105. Again, Jared's number is 325-805-2105, and uh, we'll get you some tickets and it uh, goes to a really good cause, and um, you know, baseline baseline of that program is uh, teaching the kids about the commercial cattle industry, 
uh, about real life things and then uh, allowing them also to have uh, some funds down the road to be able to uh, to go out and start whatever endeavor that is that they want to. We don't require them to, we're required to use it for a university cause, but uh, what we do require is that uh, they go out and we hope they have the foundation going through the program in life to uh, go out and utilize that as they need to. We've had a young man that received a scholarship, uh, one of the first ones that we wrote, and uh, now he has advocating signs in HEBs um, that talk about um, different produce knowledge, and so which yeah. I think is something that's super beneficial. Uh, you know, maybe not so much in rural America, but uh, in urban Texas. I noticed that, yeah. HEBs, toss sweep, left side, and center point offense back on the field. Bustamante tries to get the edge, and, man, somebody, Marcus Harding got pancaked out there by 24. Yeah, number 24 has kind of been taking it out on whoever uh, he can. His frustrations are building as well as Mason leads this one 54 to nothing with uh, 11.25 left to go here in this one. Um, third quarter was the fastest third quarter on record as uh, it ticked away uh, with not a second to spare. Good point, showing some, uh, a little bit of life. Get to the line in a hurry. Fake option. Where he goes left and throws it out of bounds incomplete. He's hit on the throw by Matthew Culver. No flag. Yeah. Culver. Pretty much demolished him. He was a big, strong kid. Sophomore. Second week moved up. In the Harding. <coughs> Seems like there was one more, but... To Aguero. Robert Aguero uh, went back down to JV this week. Fourth down again for center point. They punted off. No one back to return. Lands at the 30. Goes all the way down inside the 10 to the 9. A good punt there. Ten minutes left in the ball game. Punchers, the 54-0 lead. Check some, uh, check some scores. Yeah, let's see. Oh, if, uh, Brady and Ballinger tied 41 41. Wow. Late in the fourth quarter. Ballinger was down 41 26. Dublin takes the lead over Comanche 26 21. Kerrville Tidy tied with Lockhart 43 43. Mason's second team offense came in on their first possession and scored right off the bat. And uh, they'll take over right here on the 10 yard line. Bishop on her center. Twins right. They give it to the fullback, Corey Mock. A couple on the carry. Which is likely just going to keep it between the tackles. I'd like to see Mock uh, expand some runs here and really pick up some positive yards. You know, his confidence, uh, you could tell last game was down a little bit after that wall. Uh, yeah. You know, where he kind of got picked on on that onside kick. He's a tough player. Their fullback next on Tavares. Two receivers, Comey, Keller. And out to on Tavares, off tackle right side. He's going nowhere as the uh, pocket collapses. 
Bristol leading Junction 7-6. to six. Harper leads bracket now, 22-16. Brock now leads Whitesboro, 35-21. That was tied at half. They're ranked number two. I bet that was on a deal. Scrolling down here. Arizona leads Johnson City still 13-9. Still shows halftime. Bishop, play action pass. Rolls right. Has to pull it down. Nice throw on the run. Short and complete behind the receiver. Man, he had Culver. <laughs> I mean, field. Culver had 20 yards on anybody near him. That's like the last read on that play. I understand. Backside tight end, but from up here, yeah. pretty easy. There's one purple jersey streaking <laughs> across the field. You got people chasing you in your face. But... And you're eye level with them. Yeah. Yeah, not 20. Five feet above. They're just trying to buy time. Get that fourth down and eight. Harding's going to punt this first part of the night for the puncher offense. He'll be standing back at the goal line. Delay of game. Puncher. So I guess that will be half. Now it's going to be Five fourth yards. down and forever. Yeah, we punted out our zone end zone. Yeah, again, Zona, small lead over Johnson State, 13 to 9. Lano leads Comfort, 34 to 0. Harding out of his own end zone. Low snap. Gets oh, man. Low or high short punt, but he takes a puncher roll. And across the 40 to the 45. Nice punt. 47-yard line, so. Yeah, from 22 uh, blockers. That would have been the pylon. It would have been a real good punt. 50-yard punt's pretty good. Kind of deceiving when it's heading our direction. Holy moly. Their points. Back on offense, seven minutes left to play. Punchers still leading 54-0 as they keep the clock rolling here at the Puncher Dome. Can't remember the score of last year's contest, but a lot. Very similar type. I can tell you. Very similar progression. Well, first team offense still in. One's left. Half a wishbone. They toss it to Bismonte. He just does not want to run up the field. He stretches it out again. <laughs> a tough runner, but anyway, six minutes. Like every play they run takes about a minute off the clock. Sonora, Comanche, Junction. Well, Alvera in the ball game on defense. Next to oh, Mock, I can't tell you. Hey, right now. But they were four and three when we played them. We're back taking time. Let's the play clock run down and barely gets it off to the fullback. As Rance, Carter, and Matthew Culver were through the line of scrimmage quickly. Got another center point player down. That's, that's the big fullback Hernandez, I believe. He carried it. Pretty good run on that play. But, uh, on 
his back, holding his head. We'll take a short 30-second timeout. And uh, they stop the clock. 5.30 remaining. Mason leads it 54-0 to zero back, 30 seconds. Landmark Realty is a proud sponsor of the Mason Punchers and Cowgirls. Serving this area since 1975, we're third-generation punchers and realtors who bring proven success and a team approach to helping you sell or buy real estate, ranches, homes, farms, weekend, and commercial properties. Call, stop by, or visit us online at LaneburgRealty.com. For the best service and market sales price, choose Laneburg Realty. Choice of the Hill Country. We're still back here as uh, center point players still down out here right at the uh, 45-yard line. And uh, there's 5.30 left on the clock. Let's take another 60-second timeout. We'll be right back here. Wrap this one up. Hours of practice, dedication, and working together make all the difference come game night. And Mason Bank is a proud supporter of our area youth. Whether participating in athletics, band, academic competitions, we know they're learning skills that will help them succeed throughout their lives. At Mason Bank, we believe it's those same skills that make us a better bank. Dedication to our community and helping families succeed in their financial planning. Mason Bank, proud supporters of the Mason Punchers and the Mason Cowgirls. Mason Bank, member FDIC. The Mason Puncher Club is a nonprofit organization that helps promote, support, and improve the athletic activities of the Mason School District, and they encourage all parents and the community to participate. The Mason Puncher Club also wants to wish all of our student athletes, coaches, trainers, cheerleaders, flag corps, puncher Pete, and the twirlers a very successful and a safe year. Mason Punchers Club invites you to join them in supporting the punchers. 95.3. Oh, we're back here is uh, fullback Alex Hernandez, number 24 for center point, is able to get up on his own and walk off the field. Good sign there. He was down for a good couple of minutes. Back up number 28. Right, fullback. Clock restarts. Five minutes left in the ball game. A counterplay right side. Big hole for number 11. Makes it out to the puncher 40. Uh, a good uh, closing pursuit by the puncher defense. Had a big hole. That's the biggest hole I've seen center point have all night. Yeah, it was a pretty good run there by number 11. We got Austin Simpson in the game, left defensive end. George Barr Lopez at nose guard. Matthew Culver on the right side. Second team defense up front. Isaiah Bishop's doing at safety along with the Travis Parker, Brody Baker. They go right back to Bustamante right side, tackled by Juan Olvera, the middle linebacker. Well, that's a second first down of the ballgame, I believe, for the Pirates. Could be wrong there. We'll check the stats. They're deep in the puncher territory, first and ten from Mason 32. Four minutes left in the ball game. Mason leads, still leads at 54 to 0. They scored twice the second half. 
Gives it to the fullback, back at fullback strength. Again, this time they swarm him, no gain. That's Carter in there, number 75, little linebacker, 35, 3, 335 on the clock. Left to go in this one. Bunchard's got this one well in hand. There's one thing about it. Center point's not going to have negative or zero yards. Yeah, it's, I mean, I really thought Junction was like a little more talented team. You know, a much younger team. But center point, yeah, they're going to have positive, like Micah said. Split backfield, two receivers, three minutes remaining in the ball game. Triple option or fullback dive, left side. Yard pickup. Brady and Ballinger still tied. 41 apiece. Well, let me update it. Hold on. Nope. Brady takes the lead. 48-41. Late in the fourth. Dublin still leads Comanche 26-21. Earl Tybee trying to maintain a lead. 50-43 over Lockhart. Menard still leads Junction 7-6. Burley. They go back, counters, run right side. <laughs> Samante spun out of a tackle and just kind of looked at the guy. He didn't continue running. No, he, they're going to back him up for some kind of strange. There was a strange deal. Move there. Harper leads bracket 22-16. Uh, leads Burnett 33-21. Johnson City takes the lead over Arizona. They now lead 16-13 over Arizona. Goldway beat San Saba yesterday, 28-26. wonder why they played yesterday. And, whoa! Well, that would be, that was a first, no, that was a fourth down pass play there by the quarterback. He ran out. Got to stay awake over on the sideline. Yeah, I don't know what's coming. I would call that a uh, intentional ground. Well, I guess you could. There's nobody, no receivers over there. He's doing it. Very strange. He just kind of moved left and threw it horizontally into the visitor stands. Just a lateral pass. Back, back judge saying, keep it going. Minute 15. On the clock, puncher offense likely going to take victory formation. And they do. Well, center point's only got one timeout. So. This is going to be over before it starts, I would think. That, uh... Bishop takes a knee and uh, have to take one more here. Wrap this one up. Puncher's going to get a good blowout. Another blowout, shutout win. Second consecutive and. Players are going to have fun watching this one on film. At least the first half. Their point's going to fall to 2-4. 0-1 and and district play. Close games going on in district. And this will do it as Vision under center one more time. Takes an E. Punchers are going to get the victory tonight. 1-0 in district. They defeat center point 54-0.
And we'll go to break. Come back with uh, second half game stat or total game stat. Be back in uh, two minutes. You're listening to Mason Country Football here on 95.3 KNU. Having medical care choices close to home is now possible. Midcoast Wellcare Mason is here to serve your walk-in primary, family, medical, and well care needs. Midcoast Medical Center Central Lano offers 24-hour emergency care, imaging, diagnostic laboratory, and rehabilitation needs. Having a choice of medical providers is essential. Choose Midcoast for all your family's medical needs. Midcoast Health System, better health close to home. We've got all your projects covered at Mason Building Supply, your hometown general store. Put a fresh coat of Valspar paint on the house, then add some new bird feeders and a fresh cabinet wood stain for the deck. Get ready for spring and summer gardening and landscaping. We rent tillers and aerators and order sod to keep your lawn looking fabulous. Don't forget that new fencing or fence repairs. Mason Building Supply has it all at 254 Moody Street in Mason. Or give us a call at 325-347-5899. Wreck-em. He's got the catch as he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Red Raiders! It's time to pave the way for the LBK. Show the world what it means to come from Lubbock, Texas. Tech has won this game. Join us Saturday. Texas Tech takes on TCU in Lubbock. Our coverage begins at 5 on your home for Red Raider football. The Red Raiders take on the TCU Horn Frogs Saturday at 5 on 95.3. Here's your 95.3 Real Country weatherology forecast. Lows dip down to about 61 tonight under partly cloudy skies, southerly winds 8 to 15 miles per hour. Sunny skies and calm tomorrow, daytime highs approaching 89. Clear skies and quiet tomorrow night, 66. That's a look at your forecast powered by weatherology.com. I'm Jennifer Wojcicki. Currently, it's 77 degrees. Uh, back here at the post-game show, and uh, about this, Eric, Brady, Mason, and all the Northwest Hill Country, listening to Mason Puncher football 95-3, and the Mason Punchers and Brady Bulldogs score 54 tonight as Brady takes down Ballinger 54-41. Mason beats center point 54-0. And let's go to the post-game stat. So, overall... Mason finishes the game 327 total yards and seven seven touchdowns. My math is right. Missed a couple of two or three extra points uh, there. Uh, all those late scores. Anyway, to finish 327 total yards, we're three of five on third down. Uh, good job of cleaning up the penalties in the second half. Although there wasn't much of a second half to play. Uh, overall, time of possession, Mason, 19 minutes, center point, 28 minutes. And uh, ran the ball 16 times, 243 yards. Finally completed some passes in the second half. Walford finished 5 of 13 for 84 yards and two, one touchdown. One passing touchdown to Jaden Scanlon. And we'll go through that scoring summary in the second half. So, 9.33 left in the third quarter. Walford completes that pass uh, 32 yards. 
pass and catch to fullback Jaden Scammon takes it in for the puncher's uh, extra point. Not Jacoby was made. And then to wrap it up there, uh, on the second team, number six, Derek Ontiveros takes it 52 yards on a great run uh, for the final touchdown. Second touchdown of the second half, final on the evening. Extra point by Jacoby, no good. The score remains 54-0, to zero, and the clock continues to run as Mason is a deciding win here and the first district win over the Pirates. Not much else to talk about, Micah. The no. second half, just say I give a game ball to uh, special teams tonight. Oh, and uh, I'd give a solo game ball, but that's just well, me. yeah, good one. I mean, he, he was obviously the uh, big part of that. Yeah. Uh, so stickers, <laughs> stickers. <laughs> I don't. That's what we're gonna call him. Stickers. Oh, I like it. Ivan Waffen, Hayden Harding. Had great games offensively. Both had a t- touchdown runs, two touchdown runs apiece. And uh, fun to watch. Great football weather. Young punchers out on the field. Uh, but go through the scores one more time, just in case anyone's already in the car with their children. See if there's any uh, close games still going on. And Brady finished uh, a close game with Ballinger. They end up winning 54-41. Harper leads bracket twenty two to sixteen. Game's still ongoing. Uh scores haven't changed much. Johnson City retakes the lead over Ozona. They lead Ozona sixteen to thirteen in Johnson City. Uh, to round out the district. And there are some finals here to possibly report. Some of these were played yesterday. Menard beats Junction 7-6. to six, The final in that one went to the app. So I'm sure that's a big, big win for the Menard Yellow Jackets. Lano easily beats Comfort 34-0. to zero. Furio scores 72 on Bloomington in South Texas. And that'll wrap up most of the interesting... Uh, Teams and games. Shiner off this week after playing a wall last week. And Mason, the puncher's open. Holiday weekend. No school today or Monday. Let's uh, wrap it up. Thank our sponsors this season. Yeah, let's thank them one more time, Will. As um, we couldn't do this broadcast without them, the Mason Puncher Club, Dane Gandy Real Estate, Midcoast Well Care, and Mason, Lukey's GM Cars and Trucks, Hill Country Collision Repair. Mason Building, Mason Building and Supply, Laneburg Realty, Heart of Texas Ford, Mason Bank, Willow Creek Cafe, and the Commercial Bank. We thank you again uh, to all our sponsors. We thank you to Lynn and Bridget back in the station. I know they were fighting with some technical difficulties, uh, but got us through on a really smooth night. We appreciate that as well. And uh, Michael Lee Graham used to say, it's a great day to be a puncher. Uh, they did some things extremely well, and uh, I think they will continue to work on some things and build some confidence in areas that, uh, uh, you know, they were exposed in uh, early in the season. And so, uh, good victory here tonight. Another shutout, like you said, but uh, on a lesser opponent, but still we're able to come out and get fired up. Yeah, I think we had the up. slowest 
first half, slowest half in football and the fastest half in football that I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. So, so reason to come out and watch the punchers. Uh, tune in here tomorrow for Texas Tech Red Raider football. 6 p.m. kickoff as they host. And I lost my screen there. TCU at Lubbock. As the 4-1 Texas Tech Red Raiders take on the 2-2 two two TCU Horn Frogs. Hopefully it'll be a good one. Tune in here on 95.3 KNL FM. And uh, thanks again. Hope everyone has a great long weekend. And uh, in the honor and memory of Mr. Lee Graham, who's on the station for so many years, it is a great day to be a puncher. And everyone have a good night. See you next week. Thanks for listening to Caniel Sports Podcast. We hope you've enjoyed your podcast today. For live broadcast of Caniel Sports, listen to 95.3 Caniel FM, 1490 Caniel AM, or Radio.com. Or to make it simple, just ask Alexa to play Caniel FM or Caniel AM. Or find Caniel 95.3 FM or 1490 AM on the TuneIn app. We look forward to being with you again here from KNEL.